It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Tell about DMT. The DMT. Hoosier Sophisticated Show. The Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Hoosiers with the drinks. Sophisticated blasphemy. It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free For the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate legit history going on here guys hey so, you're tattooed with it cannabis toast a toast to the smokers the dabbers the dealers blunts up for the tokers the laughers the healers a toast to the flowers the crystals the keith the shatters the sugars live resin the leaf the terpenes and tinctures the waxes the weed the edibles the eighths og cushion blue dream Medicine, medicine helps too much to list them. Does your doctor know the endocannabinoid system? THC, CBD, just a part of the plant. Doing some work, pharmaceuticals can't. So a toast to the patients, the growers, the vets, our moms and our dads, brothers, sisters, and pets. And what about our kids with seizures unlivable? Doesn't make sense to turn their parents to criminals. And let's not forget our brave first responders, PTSD, what they've seen, and thoughts left to ponder. So in November, let's stand up and do what we need. Let's all lift our voices and yell, Free, free the, the weed! weed! Yes on two, everybody. See, I didn't, even, I didn't even hear that before, and I knew exactly what you were going to say at the end. That's so great, man. Oh, I, I, got, I got a little bit of tear going in my eye. <laughs> oh, good, good, buddy. That's my guy. I'm right glad there. you're proud of me. I'm, I'm actually... <laughs> I'm, in, uh, I'm disgusted with myself how happy that makes me feel. <laughs> um, but everybody has some kind of untreated trauma. There's a lot of people who are trying to medicate that trauma into oblivion who get addicted to things like heroin and end up overdosing. And truthfully, addiction is just suicide on an installment plan. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to pivot here real quick. Well, yeah, let's yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to pivot here real quick because we do have a, we do have a uh, a big event coming up. We've talked about from shock to awe at length. We've got some tickets for sale still. Sam, I hope you come out Wednesday the 23rd. If you're not uh, if you're not gigging, we hope you come out and check this movie out. But on the Tower Classic Tattooing and Parlor STL phone lines, we have our man Matt Call joining the show. Matt, what's happening, my brother? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? We're doing great, man. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, man, it's good to be on. We got a uh, we got a little premiere, little St. Louis premiere from Shock to Awe next Wednesday, and uh, just kind of want to give people a little bit of taste. Uh, we've had you on the show before, back in August, I believe it was, um, and that was right when you guys were kind of wrapping everything up and uh, getting ready to to go do the the world premiere. Um, so for for our guests that are going that don't necessarily uh, know much about uh, uh, you know plant medicines and entheogens and 
Um, you know, we're trying to get as many veterans and first responders and people that suffer from PTSD and depression and anxiety and addiction. We're trying to get a, a, a cacophony of people that maybe don't really know that psychedelics can be used as a medicine in a controlled setting. We want to give them a little taste of, of what you experienced. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about your experience? Um, well, yeah, uh, I started, uh, down this journey, honestly, when I, when I tried cannabis instead of pharmaceuticals back in 2013, um, I was on a ton of pharmaceuticals like a lot of veterans are. And, um, I try to get off them with the help of cannabis. And of course, cannabis is really just the tip of the spear when it comes to plant medicines. There's so many other schedule one medicines that help human health, especially mental health. And, um, I started exploring things like ayahuasca and uh, peyote, iboga, mushrooms, and MDMA. Um, all of these were recorded in this movie um, from shock to awe. Not not every different um, plant medicine experience, but uh, um, some of them were. Um, the ayahuasca and MDMA, and of course cannabis. Um, and uh, yeah, like you mentioned. We released that on November 12th of last year, and um, it was released in 25 cities nationwide and, and 10, 10 locations sold out. An award at uh, Illuminate Phil Festival in Sedona, Arizona for, um, it's the Mangarama Conscious Film Award, and then at the New York uh, Psychedelic film and music festival it won best documentary Beautiful. so it seems like the reception has been very good um and i have high hopes I'm, I'm really glad you guys are screening it there in st louis oh yeah we're gonna have a good old time at the tivoli hopefully fill that thing up and try to uh create some you know in my head i have this thought that we're gonna fill it with first responders and veterans and then they're gonna become teachers and kind of uh, put the word out there that, you know, we can, we can end the stigma. Have you seen that at all? Like with, uh, you know, any veteran friends or any first responder friends where they have maybe partaken in some of these ceremonies and it drastically changes their outlook on life? Absolutely. Um, it seems like these substances really truly are life-changing, uh, transformative experiences for a lot of people, not just veterans, uh, everybody has trauma. Um, it's just a matter of whether it causes some kind of dysfunction in your life or not. Um, but everybody has some kind of untreated trauma. There's a lot of people who are trying to medicate that trauma into oblivion who get addicted to things like heroin and end up overdosing. And truthfully, addiction is just suicide on an installment plan. Um, so it's really the, the exact same problem, and we're losing 121 individuals a day in society to suicide, uh, 22 of which are veterans, and we lose 198 people a day to overdose. So that's like 320 people a day who are dying because of untreated trauma alone. Um, but yeah, it seems to completely transform people's lives when they uh, choose to undertake these experiences. And I've seen it a lot in veterans, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of amazing how many people come out of the woodwork. Like I've, I, I'm out there, I'm, I'm talking about my own experiences, and people just come up to me and say, you know, I've I've never really been able to tell anybody about this, but I've tried psychedelics too, and they have changed my life for the better. 
Have you seen the, the stigma come down at all, uh, you know, over the last few years? Because, you know, <clears throat> we kind of see it here that, you know, obviously cannabis is now legalized, but, you know, we're seeing Denver for psilocybin, Oregon's doing big things. Uh, in Colorado, have you kind of seen the, uh, the stigma go down or do you still feel like it's there as, been, as big as ever? Uh, I think there's definitely a stigma still, but I definitely think that the stigma is changing and shifting, and I don't think it's nearly as, as big of an issue as it used to be. Um, it, the Denver for psilocybin uh, movement, um, we actually um, submitted signatures, over 9,000 signatures. We only needed 5,000, um, but we got some extra. Um, submitted 9,000 signatures uh, just a few weeks ago, and... Um, uh, they did some preliminary polls and they were actually calling people at home on a landline. And, and I mean, how many people have landlines today? Right. I mean, not very many people. It's, it's pretty much a bunch of old people. And to our surprise, uh, over 40% of the respondents thought that it was a good idea to decriminalize psilocybin. So, um, and that's, we, we haven't even done any kind of like voter education or anything like that yet. So that's pretty good numbers right off the bat. That's awesome. We, we had, we actually had Kevin from uh, Decrim Denver on here. And from, from what I understand, this is a, this is just a movement to just decriminalize the possession and maybe cult, you know, if you get caught with psilocybin mushrooms, you're not a criminal. Is that, am I understanding that right? It's not necessarily like a legal legalization effort or a, a way to open a dispensary to dispense this medicine. It's just more, Hey, if you're in possession of it, you're, we're not going to throw you in a cage. Am I, am I correct in assuming that? Yeah, that's totally correct. Um, all it does is remove law enforcement's ability to be able to prosecute these crimes by limiting their budgets for it. And it also obviates the individual from being subject to prosecution um, as a result of possessing uh, psilocybin mushrooms or cultivating them. It actually allows personal cultivation too. That's awesome. <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit more about uh, from shock to awe, January 23rd, coming to the uh, Tivoli, uh, Wednesday, January 23rd. Um, now there's a scene in the trailer where it's like, it's like night vision and you can tell you guys are having quite the experience out there. Uh, can you kind of describe, <laughs> describe, you know, what some of the ceremonies were like, what, you know, kind of take us through that a little bit without uh, giving away too much? Yeah, sure. Um, honestly, uh, in, in, in a lot of ways, um, it glosses over some of the specifics of the ceremonies um, because the important message is what happens in our lives over the course of a couple of years as a result of these ceremonies. Um, so a lot of the specifics are left out, but um, absolutely. The very first ceremony I went into, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I'd never done ayahuasca before. Uh, this is completely outside the box. And um, uh, I just, uh, I showed up and I, I, um, I went for it um, 100%. I, I ended up taking uh, four cups that very first night. And um, even after the fourth cup, I was just kind of sitting there squirming a little bit and I didn't feel much effect from it or anything, just like a little bit of uncomfortability. And, um, you know, I just like my, my stomach felt a little bit uncomfortable and I just kept shifting my position and, you know, I kept having like these strange, uh, you know, um, looks come over my face as I'm like trying to choke it back down. <laughs> um, but uh, eventually he came by and um, he 
uh, shook some palm fronds that had been sprinkled with holy water. The ayahuasca or some. Uh, yeah, and uh, he um, he that there was something about the sound and the sensation of the holy water touching my head that caused me it just it it all came up and Ooh. I grabbed the bucket and I I puked extremely heartily <laughs> <laughs> and um, it felt like years and years and years of hate and rage and and um, just ugliness uh, came up and deposited itself in the bottom of that bucket and I just kind of sat there like a wet rag afterwards just limp and I had my head resting on the rim of the bowl or the rim of the the bucket and I could see the light of the fire through the bucket and it was just this this black goo down there that had come out of my body all this stuff and uh, it looked to me at that moment like it was like a, a demon or something and it was like angry and ugly and, and uh, hateful. And, and I realized that I had put that demon inside myself. I'm the one that did that. I took this thing and I put it, I buried it deep down inside myself and um, you know, that it had been struggling with me in an attempt to get out. And I'm desperately trying to hold on to this thing. And I, I had to ask, you know, why? Why are you trying to hold on to this thing? Why are you trying to, to stuff it down? Why are you trying to lock it away? Uh, all it's doing is hurting you. And um, I realized that I hadn't just done that to myself, but I had actually I'd done that to the, the demon too. I had wronged that demon. And wow. Wow. I, had to, I had to apologize not just to myself, but I had to apologize to the demon too for doing that to it, for imprisoning it and causing it to fight me. And um, I asked it, I said, uh, can you forgive me? And it just said, forgive yourself. And I stood up then and I, I said, is it, is it really that easy? And it said, yes, just let go. And I said, okay. And truly after that, I really did start to let, all of the, the baggage and the burdens that I'd carried around for years and years and years, I started to let those things go. And it didn't happen overnight, but it did happen over the course of many months. And I'm, I'm no longer the same person I used to be. I'm completely different. I look at that person in the movie and I almost don't even recognize him. I was like, wow, um, who the hell is that? And it, it's almost like all of that stuff happened to someone else, like, you know, in a, in a a different reality somewhere else and uh and and i'm i'm so different now that i can only really imagine what it was like back then even though the memories are so fresh it seems like a dream man you know when you hear somebody else kind of try to put the the experience into words um you know there's some recall there with my own personal experiences with it and i actually found myself envying everybody in the room that I participated in ceremony with because they all spoke about this purge afterwards. I've, I've had two experiences with it and my purge doesn't come out that way. Mine goes out the exit door and everybody was talking yeah. about, <laughs> and everybody was talking about too. how it felt like, how it felt like, you know, um, they were literally purging demons. They were throwing up demons. And, and even, you know, so many of them said it was almost like 
their uvula was a clitoris. It was almost orgasmic for them to <laughs> to to yeah. to throw up like that. And I'm Yours like, isn't? and I'm like, <laughs> and I, you know, and so I found myself envying people that were having like really rough goes and vomiting and everything. I'm like, whoo, whoo, I love vomit. the purge. Man, no, yeah, it's man. it's very interesting how those purges come. Matt, we don't have a ton of time. We just wanted to uh, to bring you on to to really get some excitement going. We've got. About uh, well, about three quarters of the room filled. We're trying to get as many veterans, and and we're trying to show them guys like you, uh, who were you know two hardened combat veterans who who saw it all, who've done some really hard things in the in the name of the Call of Duty, and um and and see how these different substances have helped uh, you know increase happiness in your life and and change your change your life for the better. We appreciate you coming on, man. I could talk to you about this for hours. I hope we get to meet soon. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Do you want to leave our fans with anything? You got anything else coming up? I think I saw you guys have, you have maybe like a show coming up. I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn, but like a cannabis, uh, show. Am I right? I saw something on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, uh, was approached by the veterans channel, um, to be a host for their 1620 medical cannabis docuseries, which, you know, as, as I, I'm sure some people know out there, but not everyone, uh, 1620 is 420 in military time. Um, so, uh, it is the, uh, chronicle of how people heal in various different locations. So far we've been to Colorado and we've been to Oregon and I recently went out to Pittsburgh to talk to some people out there, veterans from all walks of life, just asking the basic question, how do you heal? And, um, and seeing what comes out, we've found people everywhere from, uh, uh, paragliding or uh, parasailing and um, uh, uh, rock climbing, whitewater rafting, surfing, skiing, snowboarding, uh, skydiving. Uh, there, you got to find something that fills up your life afterwards, after the trauma of war. And um, it's different for everyone. Everyone has a different combination of medicines that they use. And the fact is, is life is the best medicine. Um, all of the plant medicines, they help, but life is the best medicine. And the great thing about life is you can always increase the dose. Man, we appreciate you so much coming on. Thanks for putting things in perspective. Thanks for coming home, and thanks for making it a better place with your story, man. You're going to help us remove the stigma and, and uh, I think, change the world, make it a better place. We, uh, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day, brother. That's what I hope for. I, I, I thank you for having me on. You got it, right. buddy. Thanks, Matt. Matt Call. Woo! That was a off. heck of a story right there. He's my boy. guy. I'm so excited about Woo. this about this event, guys. Uh, get your tickets; they're still available. Tug.com, T-U-G-G.com. Go to the Hoosier Sophisticate page on Facebook. There's a uh, link to buy tickets. Uh, there are some that we have um, to donate to some veterans, first responders, people that are depressed. I, I saw a guy yesterday that was just somebody posted a meme about uh, a, 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 a depression scale, one to ten, and this guy's like, "I'm a 13," and I'm like, "I've got a ticket for you." If you're in the St. Louis yeah. area, I want you to come out. So if, if you're that person, if you're trapped in your head and your thoughts in a, in a nightmarish reality, come spend a Wednesday with us. We'll have a good time. Have a little popcorn. Check this thing out. Do have a little popcorn. Come on out to the Tivoli Theater January 23rd. We should do ayahuasca commercials like they do pharmaceutical commercials. You know, yeah. like pharmaceutical Side effects may include an incredibly <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> magical person. life. And then the demon comes out. The demon's like, I recommend it. You know what I mean, <laughs> he set me free. What a thought. You always think the demon is, is bad and trying to hold on to you. Yep. When you flip it to say, oh, no, the demon's just playing its role. It wants to be away from you as much as you wanted away from it. You've been imprisoning the demon 
Oh my God. I'm just going to change my streaming pick on the fly building on that. Guys, let's jump to a quick break. Yep. All good guys. We got a whole new studio. So if it's been hard to hear me, uh, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. I'm just it's dogging on everybody. Good thing. All right. We're better. Everybody we hear me now? All right. There we go. Hertz. I'm peeking. We're good. Everything's good. 48's good. Yeah, it's okay. Kilohertz? Yeah, we're good. Yes. I don't know. We'll see. 44.1? No. 48? 40, yep. yep. Okay. Don't play with all right. I got, I'm doing a show, Jason. I can't, like, I can't do this stuff all day long, okay? I got stuff to do. Hey, buddy. I didn't want you to anyway. I want you to go back to work. We just yeah, they here. say it's better. All right. Let's try this again. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, thank you for your patience as we've got this new control room and we've been miking up uh, all of these different instruments so that we can uh, start having some live concerts in here with some of the amazing musical talent that resides uh, in the area throughout the state in our group. Um, uh, we're trying to make it sound a little bit more legit in here. So um, let's see. Could you repeat what you said the last five minutes? Absolutely, I can. I can give you the rundown. Um, talking to Matt Kale, that uh, interview was two years ago. We, uh, on the backs of veterans here in the state of Missouri, uh, for the sake of veterans' health and mental health, we decided we were going to pass Amendment 2. And, um, <clears throat> and we did it. And we did it. And now, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. So now we got to figure out how we want to pivot going forward. Uh, we've been talking about uh, Representative Shemed Dogan's legislation. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little disenfranchised by the cannabis community, especially some larger uh, cannabis organizations, um, who should, I think, be getting behind this legislation at the very least. Um, to uh, put forth the most all-encompassing language. What I think we need to do right now is identify the holes in the bill. What are the things that make you wary of potentially putting, um, uh, uh, of scrapping Article 14 as it reads right now in its entirety? What makes you wary of that uh, <clears throat> in favor of this new bill that basically says possession and cultivation of cannabis um, should not be illegal? that um, it'll be re completely removed from the Missouri Controlled Substances list. Why does our government suck the biggest balls ever? Is that for me? Yeah, pal. Really? Yeah. I was going to roll my own. Okay, cool. Here you go. Do that we too. can do two. You can do, I figure. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's the best CBD going in the area. Uh-oh. I can turn the monitor. Uh-oh. Steve's a little loud in his microphone. <laughs> Everyone's so glad I got here. Everyone's glad I got here. This microphone was louder yesterday, remember? Yeah, I got you, bud. <laughs> hey, guys. Steve's here. Everybody's having a good time, fun time now. Um, Craig was talking about the bill. Um, we were talking to our guy, Jason, yesterday, and he kind of made me aware of something that was, uh, I thought the bill was all good, ready to go, but I say get rid of that 14% tax, bud. Get rid of that. You're not taxing me on, on cannabis. Sorry. You're not going to do it. You're not going to extra tax me on something you were wrong about for years and years and years. It's just not happening. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. I'm not giving you 14% extra money on. And like you were saying, you're like, well, you know, if it's 14% tax and it's still $15 ace, what about that? You know, which that's a 
way better situation. I'll, I'll guarantee that, sir. But I ain't trying to give the government a goddamn dime. Well, nobody is. Dime nobody extra. is, but, but guess what? When you die, you're going to give them extra. Your kids are going to have to. Uh, yeah, I know. So why do I have to give them extra on the weed thing? You guys got to do it on everything because this no, is the government weed. you voted for. I didn't vote, remember? That's why I said, that's why I didn't vote, so I could say that. I didn't vote. I didn't do it. I didn't exercise my right as a citizen, okay? Yeah, that's fair. That's why I did that. That's fair. I I just think it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, I do too. That Listen, it's a concession. When we voted for Amendment 2, they were like, this is going into the... The uh, the, The history books. Yes, this, this and is this the can greatest legislation, be, and it can never be changed because we're making it part of the amendment. You know, like the making it part of the Missouri Constitution. Wasn't that the fucking deal? Wasn't that the deal? How it we're is. amending it to the Constitution? It is amended. It to the, it's Article Fourteen, and of the Constitution. we can't say, and and they can just change it willy nilly whenever mm. they want. No, it will have to. We would have to approve it again. So he can't change this. Like he can propose a change to it. And this his, is not going to a vote, though, right? It would. Yes. Oh, so this all so, so it's not like Illinois. Is, he right? No, it's not. This is okay. not just so. So what it is Could is he proposes a um, an amendment to Article amendment. fourteen. So the amendment to Article fourteen is basically it's a six page bill. I jerk off to six page bills. It's the fucking greatest thing it. we could ask for. I've seen it. Like, like this idea that like bills have to have all of these different fucking earmarks and people like it's ridiculous. It's six pages. It says, hey, you can possess and cultivate weed. It's not a crime. But there's a bobo attached to it, so I can't do anything. I can't. It's probably not good then. Someone I don't like because somebody I don't like fucking put it there, or he's got a letter next to his name that I don't uh, typically. Uh, no, agree no, no, with. no. It's ridiculous. It's I'm ridiculous. over this. Well, and my thing is, is like I legitimately, I put it out there. Let's keep putting it out there to the community. Put the community on the money. Why don't you want to? Pa- why wouldn't you want this bill to pass? It allows everybody in the industry. You know why I'm okay with 12% tax? Because it also allows for cultivation. It also allows for you to possess it, the way as that much it reads as, as much as you want. Now, I could see some uh, potential pitfalls of it. And that it, one of those is that one of the things I liked about Amendment 14 was like, hey, you live in a little conservative podunk municipality. Uh, they're not going to be able to take this right from you. you know? Now, they wouldn't be able to take your possession and cultivation. And so I, I'm, I'm kind of... Um, I'm in the middle as far as, like, whether or not you let... I mean, I, I believe the closer your, the government is to you, the, the more effective your voice is. And so if sure. a municipality says, hey, we don't want to allow... And Colorado's going through this, and I'm sure Cush Coach could, could, uh, chime in. could chime in on this. But, you know, Colorado has plenty of municipalities that don't allow for recreational dispensaries or maybe even medical dispensaries. And so some yeah, I think when are, I went to Colorado Springs, it was medicinal. Medicinal only? Yeah, okay. So... Um, you know, and that's. Which I was like, what the. Fuck? I think that that's probably okay too, as long as possession no, no, and cultivation. Get, get rid of medicinal and recreational. Missouri's going to be the first state to go. Hey, fucking it's dickheads! <laughs> There's no difference between your black market, your yeah. green market, your fucking recreational, and your medicinal market. There's no difference. Here's the bill. We're going to make it even shorter. Uh, four and a half pages. That'll really bone you up. We're going to make it even shorter. Right. We're going to get rid of the tax thing. We're going to say... One sentence. Weed is legal. Weed is legal. Grow as much. <coughs> gift as much. And if you want to open a business to sell it, here's the form. It says, I want to sell weed. Check right. box mark. Okay, cool. We can sell it here. Now, get off my ass. This is medicine. All the leaders, all the leaders 
in this. <coughs> and if I have to see another fucking dumb social media post from another cultivator or dispensary in St. Louis, I'm going to f- smash my nutsack <laughs> against this beautiful 300-year-old table, okay? I'm, I'm sure it won't be the first nutsack to be smashed on this hardwood. I'm sure it won't. Mm, it's not. I'm, I've seen stamps, what look like nutsack stamps, I all over. Want, the I place. didn't want to tell you. You but. didn't. Oh my dude, you broke it in. Without me, you broke it in without me. We we got a whole plan. We got a whole plan, Jen and Miss. We got a whole plan oh, for you guys. <laughs> um, so I'm just. I want to be a leader. I want not me personally. I want a Missouri. To lead some of the way on this, because we've we've got to well, see other I'll states tell you this. do it, man. This is where I'm at. Uh, You're right here. Yesterday, there was some legislation introduced from a representative in Kansas City that uh, uh, reduced all basically drug penalties to misdemeanors. Uh, it's the first step in decriminalizing, ending the drug war, right? And with that, for me, obviously, psychedelics are included in that in that conversation. I really want to get this weed program going the right way so that I can turn my sights to something that's, that's just rings a little more important to me. That's all. They're all important. It's like uh, Matt Kale says on the, on the, uh, in the interview we had with him. First thing he says, he says, cannabis is the tip of the spear when mm-hmm. it comes to plant medicines. Hamilton Souther says, the one thing about can- cannabis uh, in comparison to other plant medicines is it's, it's a great connector. Yep. Every culture has a connection yep. to these things. And, and for the most part, most ancient cultures also have a plan, a, 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 some kind of uh, uh, psychedelic plant medicine that they've used in healing ceremonies going back thousands of years. No doubt. Uh, not just indigenous tribes. I mean, we can go all the way back to the Ellicinian mysteries, you know, in Greece. Like, yes. this, is, this, this has been going on for thousands of years. Cannabis just happens to be the one that kind of grows everywhere. So everyone has a little bit of a relationship with it. We got to get it right. And it is our birthright. Cannabis is our birthright. Just, I mean, just by simply being, by living in, 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 in harmony with nature, we should be able to commune with whatever bit no of nature doubt. that we want to, right? Um, so the reason I like, and I, I listen, straight up, I want to know the problems with the bill. Jason pointed out some things. He says, man, you put a 12% tax on something, it makes it hard for retailers. Because you're kind of speaking out of both sides yeah. of your mouth. You're kind of saying, hey, uh, everybody can compete in this thing, but also, hey, you know, you're going to have to pay the VIG. It's essentially the government pimping you, but that's what happens everywhere. I do have a problem with the syntax. I do have a problem with the idea that the concession they're going to make on, on allowing us to have cannabis is that we're going to pay extra for our sins. It's a silly fucking thing. But in the beginning, I feel as though it's a pretty easy concession to make. One of the things I would like to see is I would just like to see everybody read. It's a six-page deal. Everybody read the bill as it is and highlight the things that, that scare you about it. And when we do that, then we can go and get in front of Representative Dogan and say, here's the, hi, we're the cannabis community. We're the community who feels disenfranchised by how the state has handled the the, 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 the come on in, man. What's yeah. up? Hit this thing, man. <laughs> fucking smoking a big fat fucking just, just blowing a fucking hoover. <laughs> just burning. Canagar. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so what you got to say? Uh, I love it. <laughs> I love it too. <coughs> the only way that we're going to get the the 
the program we want is if we actively engage with the program. Sure. And I think a lot of people are fucking exasperated. I think they are just absolutely worn out by how much effort it took to get Amendment 2 passed and then what has now become of it. So what I'm saying is, is get yours. This is your chance to, to, to make it right. Maybe you didn't even have aspirations to be... I don't have aspirations to sell cannabis or, or be... I, I, I don't. I do here. Oh, it, it, everybody comes in here going, no. well, you guys, you guys are you the guys guys are going to be the weed. dispensary? You guys are because the ones who smell weed. Or, who, uh, smell weed? You guys are the ones who are going to sell weed. Because guess what? I've been coming to you for all of my smoking needs back in the days when I couldn't even say the fucking word bong. Couldn't say it. In here. You'd either have to throw me out or if you shipped a bong across state line and someone asked for a bong and not a water pipe, yep. you'd go to federal fucking prison. They yep. did it. The federal government did it to Tommy Chong. They threw him in jail because his company sold a bong in Pennsylvania. Operation fucking Pipe Dreams. Pipe Dreams. <laughs> and they set him That's up. That's the federal government. And they set him up. They got people hired at his company yep. to ship them. Federal agents. <coughs> well, it's the divide and conquer. The point stuff. is, my my point is, is I just I hope that I, I I am cautiously optimistic about the way that the conversation is going. Missouri has some young elected officials that are really. Uh, yeah. Liberty minded. And that to me is my jam. I'm a couple a, of them friends. I'm, I'm a Rand Paul Republican or have been in the past. You know, I'm a libertarian. Uh, and so at, at my core, I personal liberty is, is most important. A free market is most important. So as much of those two things as I can get that's what I want. afforded to me, that's what I want. Um, and, and honestly, like, there's so much room for um, people to, you know, if, if you've got an idea, if, if this thing opens it up, then there is no, um, uh, there's no barrier. There's no winners and losers. If you got, if you're the guy in your neighborhood and your neighborhood's like, look, would you rather buy from somebody from the corner store? What's the, what's the place across from St. Boniface? Oh, BK. BK, baby. BK's got BK's got the the choice nugs, pal. <laughs> yeah. You gonna walk into BK, or you gonna walk into fucking some uh, Leduger who built some fucking uh, uh, marble fucking palace down in the hood, and and, and no, 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 like you said, like you said, the only you're gonna play, go to your guy, no doubt. The only place I'm buying your friend. the twenty three dollar pre roll is when I go to a Cardinals game. Uh, or a concert. A, a concert. No doubt. I'll, I'll pay a little extra premium. You if I didn't bring my own, fine. 100%. Fine, I'll pay for the fucking Riverport 20. joint or whatever. Great. Like, I'm paying $10 for a beer. I get that. Great. That's dog shit. It's awful. But I'm part of the experience. The ticket whatever. was 200 Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Stupid. The ticket was so two stupid. bills. I'll buy the fucking $25 yes, that's joint. That's fine. I'm having a night yeah. out. I'm treating myself. I understand that. Yep. When I need medicine, and that's what that's what pisses me off most about I saw you yesterday. About all of the social media posts, I I have to be on everyone's radar for social media. Oh, like, they're like, do not as soon as you comment, they're like, cunty broad. <laughs> oh my god, hey. cunty broad. Can you just explain? <laughs> I know I'm the worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> so, um, I hate that everything is focused towards 
just the most minimal, minuscule part of the medicinal. <coughs> like, me. yeah, hey, weed is medicine. We know you just yeah, We're gonna go ahead and posit this as its medicine. What's your favorite way? You should quit THC for a little while to reset your system, so that way you can get the the better effects of THC if you've been using it for a long time. Oh, you're telling me I should take a reset on my RSO because my RSO uh, regimen, I want to I reset my levels so that I'm back to fucking square one when I'm taking a little rice-sized grain of RSO, beak oil, that I'm fucking, it, you say it all the time, it's not recreate, this shit's not recreational, the, 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 the RSO, RSO it's Dude, not a, there are people that eat it recreationally, and I'm like, it's I, far and few between, though, out of the people we know. It's few and far between. You know what? I say they eat it recreationally, but it all stemmed from being a patient. Sure. It, it stemmed from sure. having a mega fucking tolerance because there yeah, was that's a, medic, the beginning medic, of it. medicine protocol. So, but like, no, I don't want to eat RSO. No. I have no desire not many people do. to eat RSO. So if you reset your RSO regimen, that we've seen with people like, hey, start with a half gram. Okay, now you're up to this many. Now, And we're seeing different gram protocols a become a gram a day. A gram a day is what? insane, dude. Oh. So then if you reset your system, these people have no fucking clue what they're talking about. But they're trying to, hey, hey, little guy, you're 22 years old. You want to come work at a dispensary? Why don't you run my social media? And I feel bad for those people. But as much as I feel bad for you is as much as I will set you fucking free, bud. You want to come here and work in the other side of the studio? We need somebody. You want to come here and figure things out, how to help people on a ground level? You may think you're helping running the social media of these dispensaries. You are not right now. Whoever's doing it, you're not. You're not a friend of the industry. You are trying to trick people into buying your product. You are trying to sound like you are one of us. Hey, fellow kids, you got my skateboard. You What's guys, up, fellow ready? kids, you guys ready to do some some pop some some uh, ollies? You guys ready? It's like when I talk to Seth. It's exactly like when I talk to Seth. I'm like, I'm cool. I know all of those. I know those words. Terms. Yeah, and that it shouldn't make me that mad, but it does. It pisses me off. But what I want to do, I want to bring everybody together because. When I get around you, I just my heart gets black as yours, and it's like, God, Steve, that's just not you. You know what I mean? That's Craig's deal. Yeah. Don't let him rub off on you, unless it's after, you know, sure. a few beers. Yeah. I just want you to rub off Grammar on me. Grammar 2, <laughs> RSO. Graham, what did we do last night? <laughs> um, but I want to start bringing people together. So I'll shit all over these dispensaries and stuff. But I hope it nudges them to say, oh, you know what? He's kind of a little little bastard. But he's right. He's kind of right about this stuff. Five we people should... died in D.C. the other day. Medical? No. Medical? No, blood in the streets. Really? Five people died. Well, what did they call it? Huh? Did they call it something like inside the Capitol when three people died and they said it was medical issues? Yeah. Is that what they said? That's still the official story. Dude, the one guy fucking had a heart attack because he accidentally tased himself in the dick. No. That's <laughs> the thing. No. That's the thing. You can't do that on the national stage, bud. Buddy. You can't do that one, pal. He's like, this is my moment. I'm going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't. I don't want to make fun of anyone's demise. Yeah, no, I will. But We're all going to die. We can totally make fun of each other dying. 
death is so like we're all yeah, like, it's a weird don't thing. Talk yeah, about, no ooh, doubt. I have always been the guy who's like it's a weird reverence hey, what makes people uncomfortable. Hey, don't uh, smash your car into a guardrail on the way home because people are like <coughs> drive safe. Drive safe. Oh, well, that's different. People give him well wishes, safe. man. That's 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 it's the magic. Meaningless. That's so you, it's, you don't believe in the fucking power of words or magic. I man. do. I one hundred percent do. I think the words and the power of magic comes from the person's heart. I can tell when someone tells me when they go, "Hey, drive safe." I can tell whether they're going. I hope this motherfucker gets home safe. Like I like this guy. I want him to arrive safe. And you can. Tell I can when also tell when people are like, off. "Drive safe, cool, sounds good." I'm, You know, so I can tell. I can tell. It's okay. like Jimmy John's. It's like when you go to Jimmy okay. John's. They're like, "See ya, Jesus see, see you later, gosh. see you later." And you're like, "Don't say anything when I leave." Like, why? Why? What's that all? What's that all? What's the deal? This uh, is freaking me out. Being able to hear my voice. Can we turn cool. that off? Oh, I can. Uh, I can. We can, we can get turn. No, we don't have to do it now. I can. We can turn, maybe just down a smidge. We, I, we can do whatever we, we want. We can. Dude, I've got it all fucking labeled. Room, you do? Fucking keys. How late did you guys stay here last night? Uh, I didn't stay much later after you. <laughs> fucking just enough to use that glass dildo with Jason. Oh, yeah, I had him punch my fucking spleen out. <laughs> There's blood on your chair. Hey, I'm talking, and now I'm singing. <laughs> And now I'm talking and I'm singing, but my voice is still the same. My voice is still the same on these big ass speakers. These big ass speakers, yeah, B and W and the PV and the boom bada dee da la da 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 boom chada. You know? How's everybody doing today? I haven't talked to anybody on our text line. I haven't talked to anyone on our text line. My voice is loud. And coming. Everyone's got to come up here and experience this place. I'm just going to say it right now. Everyone's got to come up here and experience this place. Because we're trying to bring people together. Oh, really, Steve? Because you're just pooping all over everybody's social media managers five seconds ago. And now you're talking about bringing people together? Yeah, I am. Okay? That better, bud? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes late at night. I wake and watch you sleep. Yeah, 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 bud. Yeah, bud. Yeah, bud. Now I can't hear it at all, though. Normal, which is good. That's probably good. Do you like to hear yourself? Oh, that was a stupid. Well, that was the stupidest we, question. It's also how we hear the show, bud. <clears throat> that was the stupidest question. Oh, it's how we hear like our laughs and our dances. Everything. Uh, what we can't put like monitor and output. We'll, we'll just we'll handle it later. Let's run through this now. But we don't have this. Playing with the mix. Are you kidding me? Are we? Are we? Desktop audio. <laughs> oh, it's playing. Oh, it's playing in the mic. Oh, it's in a mic slot now. Those noises. Why are you? Are you smiling at me like that? Because that's a yes. Is that a yes? I don't know the answer to your question. Oh, you don't. Know <laughs> really confident little smirk though. though. Super confident smirk there. I would have believed anything you said before that face. That music, with that movement, with that song, someone could have been like, so you fucking figured out a way to end world hunger? And you're like, 
And they're like, I think he did. I, yeah, think, he fucking, I think he fucking did. Can you tell us? I was just, in the, I was just lost in the groove, man. Imagine the songs playing. I mean, they don't have. You, are you imagining it real well? You're probably hearing it right now because you're imagining it so well. We're gonna make some crazy weird fucking. Are we gonna get weird, bud? I want it. Mornings are for the Hoosiers. I'm excited to hotbox that new studio. What? No, we only smoke CBD in here, pal. Why are we on close-ups? I was trying to get you to do your confident face. Oh, you, really? But instead, you did your little. This is my confident face. <laughs> Let me see if the confident face. All right, we got someone so giving a testimony. <laughs> That's the stupidest face I've ever seen. In Hang my on a life. second. We got a. We got a. That's what my face looks like. I'm just going to give a testimony. <clears throat> oh, and you were working on your, uh, <laughs> I heard you in here by yourself, you freak. <laughs> Which is funny because I was talking to like somebody who was out in the middle <laughs> and I'm just going, <laughs> and they're like, what the hell is going on back there? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I just got, I was just on one. I wouldn't was really funny. work there. I was just riffing. We're uh, I want to give my testimony. Okay. I've been it, in an man. insomniac cycle for about six weeks. Averaging two to three hours of sleep every night with native hemp extract CBD oil, my regular medicine. Adding Delta 8 yesterday, I slept nine hours uninterrupted. You bump. I've only been able to sleep that long uninterrupted after four shots of whiskey. I'm so thankful. Thank you, Dennison, and thank you, Hoosiers, for helping me find him. That's absolutely wonderful. (coughs) Native hemp extract. That is wonderful. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. Somebody asked yesterday, do you really think cannabis is medicine? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I do, I do believe it is. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It's you. That was my that impression was of you. Yeah, cannabis is medicine. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard. You, you hear that, Jack? I'm proud of Denison. How are we, uh, we're way low right now. I'm proud of Denison. Why did are we? What'd you do in there, man? You and De, you and Jason should have got all this prepared. We did have yesterday, guys. You came in screaming and shit. I came in screaming and shit. I came in screaming. My, you know what? How's I'll, that? I'll just be right here. Hi. I'll just stay right here. I'll just stay right here. Even though my mine is registering, I got to get like right up on it. I got to get right up on it. Hit me. Give me a little more. There you go. How's give that? Give me a little more. That, that's pretty good, I guess. That's good. How's that at home, guys? Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Allie, that's awesome. I'm super happy we can bring motherfuckers together. Because guess what? I don't really allow myself to feel real joy. I mean, I'm not an idiot. Um, But when I do, when I find myself experiencing some pretty good, good, deep inside emotions, is when the Hoosiers get together and make new things happen uh, in ways that I never even uh, could have imagined. I've often seen Hoosiers hang out 
And then I've thought, oh, I can't believe they knew each other before they got to this program. And then come to find out they've only met each other through this program. And they've created a lifelong friendship out of it. What? Is that what we're doing? If the point of life is trying to create these little memories with the people you love, I'd say we're doing a pretty damn good job, people. And I can't wait to do it some more. And guess what? February 27th and 28th, I'm, I'm working on maybe a lodge. If we get a lodge and we get like 20 people there, we may be able to keep it to about 40 bucks a person. But also if we camp, it'll be cheaper if we can just find a place to camp. I'm also looking on hip camp right now. Dude, can I can I just really sidetrack? Nope. For a second. Nope. No, actually, finish with your, your thoughts. Yeah, that's real quick. Uh, end of February, we're going to go contact aliens. So if anyone has some land, I want to do it around the Farmington area so we Dude, can get the damn. I've seen some get those damn Matthews out there. In, in Farmington. I'm actually, I've had... I've had two experiences where I think I've seen UFOs in Bullshit. 100%. Really? Yeah. Like like for real, real? For real, real. 100 for real, real? For real, real. <laughs> I saw something cover. I saw something cover space hovering in two points, and there's no vehicle that does what this did. Like the amount of fucking space that this thing went zoop, zoop, and it would, it would just fucking hanging out on this fucking line. Dude, it was fucking crazy. Down on the dome, down on the, <laughs> down on the fucking farm that we went to, we went fishing that one day. I'm t- there has I've looked in the sky up there, and I have seen some shit. I had another experience in Fenton, right where Fond du Lac is. You know where Fond du Lac is, like a little like, yeah, lake, lake community. Yeah. <clears throat> Fenton's filled with sitting in like sitting. What's up, Grandpa? Sitting on this, uh, it is, but yeah, like Deep further in. out towards High Ridge. High Ridge. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm sitting kind of on this dock side with a couple cool. friends. And there was this light that was just hovering out there. We It was hanging out so long that we were like, oh, we'll just call that one. Like, is that a star? Oh, a star. Like, oh, we'll just call it our, our alien friend, Bob. Well, there was like seven of us and four go to sleep. So it was just like the last three of us sitting out there. We're still fucking looking at this thing. We're like, Man, that thing just been hanging up there the whole time. Doesn't look like a star. As soon as like the, we start talking about it, this thing, I mean, it's miles away. This thing just goes, all of a sudden, just starts on a beeline. If it had a fucking razor blade connected to the ground, it would have cut me right in half. This fucking thing just slow rolls, and it sounds like this. Of course no, it does. I fuck, of dude, course it I does. I swear to God. And that's the thing, dude. When I hear fucking you, it wasn't quite like that. Wasn't quite like that, but it was not a plane, and it was not a fucking. Hell. I'm like, maybe it's a drone. Maybe it's a fucking drone. Didn't sound like a fucking drone either, bud. And this thing was. You've never talked about this. I think I could hit it with a baseball. Like that's it was, how high it was. How yeah, yeah, it's how it was low definitely it was. a drone. Uh, but it wasn't the whole. It was just this creepy slow. Just a roll. dude jerking off to yeah, you I'm looking like, up. He flew that drone for like eight hours. That's too long to fly a drone. <laughs> gotta take it up with him. Got battery pack. We put the fucking song on. You know, like well, that's the deal. I've had a couple of experiences. When I hear people tell you UFO stories, I'm like, I'm here for it. I've had. I know how crazy I sound when I say it. It's that's also kind of this weird thing, right? Like, if you if enough people say an idea is crazy, then that's then that's, that's crazy. Then that's the normal. 
That's the fucking norm, right? All it I takes guess. is a majority. It's just the lies you, you tell yourself and you believe them. Crazy is a spectrum, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy is a spectrum. I've never had an experience with aliens, ever. Ever, really, ever. Oh, well, what? one time I did see the shooting star, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure if shooting stars do this, but it goes, and starts to, like, corkscrew, and I'm like, what the I have seen fuck? those. That's fucking cool. And then it kind of, like, just went just away at the end, yeah. and I was like, I've seen a couple of It kind of seemed like uh, when a jet engine, when one of the engines falls off and it's kind of propelling, but it's at an angle and it was like spiraling down. Pretty freaking cool. Pretty cool. And I also did have an experience when I was out at my buddy's property. Um, It was like we were, it's woodlands and it's kind of like this open field and we camped like in this open area and his house was over on the other edge of the woods. But at one point we see this light like coming in between the house and where we were camping. And we're like, Oh, this is obviously, uh, you know, the house or whatever. Well, it starts to like kind of oscillate a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we're like, that's kind of weird. So we start walking towards it and we see these like two gray figures and the one gray figure is just arch back bent over dude. And the other gray figure is just getting it, just getting it like alien style. Oh yeah. 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 But they had like uh, eight uh, eight legs. They had eight legs, like okay. going back, and then like well, that seems like it. Arms. Oh, it was just like That'd little. Be fun. I could like, just do imagine it. the digital play. If you oh, had, it was like, crazy. There was Goro. arms and hands. Imagine there. If you were Goro. Goro. It just like Goro, like Goro finger you. Goro threw down in the stack. Oh, dude, he had some fucking <laughs> meaty, meaty, meaty fucking fingers. Dude. He had some meaty. He fingers. did have one little one. Like the guy. Like Shaq or Andre the Giant. I mean. These sure. Guys are, these guys are wreaking havoc with with, sure. a, with a with an index. So we're looking at it, and it's glowing orbs coming, and, it, and the dude's like, "This dude I was with, his name's uh, Jamathan." Okay. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, and he's like, "Mom, Dad, what?" <laughs> and they take off their masks, Scooby Doo style, well, and they're like, "We would have got one for you meddling kids." <laughs> So that's the closest experience I've ever had. Oh, I gotta tell you, that's about as weird as humans get, so we'll just call it an alien experience. You know, I, I don't know if I uh, like the term whenever, like, this is going back to when I was a kid, and they're like, yeah, there are fucking aliens in the sky, and there's also fucking aliens in Home Depot's parking lot, and you're like, what are you talking <laughs> What's about? Going on? And they're like, no, illegal aliens. And I'm like, what are you, like, I remember being a kid and being confused, like, illegal aliens? Like... Where they're legal ones? Where are the legal ones? And then they're like, no, man, I'm talking about guys taking our fucking jobs. And I'm like, you fucking bag groceries. Like, it's not like a fucking deal. Like, they're like you're an engineer, and they're like, oh, fucking, we're bringing in the Nazi we're scientists. We're bringing in the hot object paper bag. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, no. Object paper bag. It was, it was a whole operation to replace all of the, all the American and groceries. Yes. All of the baggers and groceries. You might be onto something, actually. That's not bad. So I just I don't agree with that. I think I think do they still call them aliens when it happens now? Like is alien a term? Alien is just definition a definition for someone not of this of of this of the, place. Of the native land. I think it was like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think it was a ploy by the government to be like these are aliens, bud. Sure. Like a war of the words Absolutely. to divide us, and I'm not about that division. Sure. Of course, all the dispensaries can blow me. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I'm not about that I'll division. I'm not about the division, okay, guys? No, I really do want to bring everybody and hold me accountable. Like, if I go off the deep end a little bit, I'm okay with that. Like, let me know. I'm not perfect. I'm not, guys. I'm not perfect anymore. But Lord, I've been feeling, I've been healing, I've been faced with the pain of the triumph of the river of the shepherd of the valley of the low. That sounds more like <laughs> It's the Phantom of the Opera. March 1st, World Series of Weed and the first ever Cultivator's Classic. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> How come through is it? No, I could hear it. Hey, fellas. Dennison, we were just filleting you. How are you? We were? Well, we were talking about That was yesterday. He ate gummies <laughs> and the CBD oils. Just helping people. Oh, sleep. yeah, he's just saving people. Could you Den imagine Denison having insomnia? Dennison? Yeah. Cool. Cool, that sounds good. Cool, good. Cool, good. Denison's coming in cool, good. A lot of people say cool, good. I told him he could come in anytime he wanted. He can, he, he literally, I was thinking about him on my ride in this morning. You were? Yeah, just because I'm like, who can I? Did you see him in, um. Who the, can I help empower to get their fucking words out there? Who do I think, personally, their words need he's, to be Because they're so smart? Yes, just because I think they could help raise the vibe. Maybe that's my job. Did you see the May issue of uh, Greasy Otter magazine? Uh, I haven't because my mail's been all Might want to check it out. Greasy Otter? Greasy Otter magazine, May. I don't know. When my card got uh, expired, I don't know if my... Oh, did your subscription? I'll let you borrow it. Yeah, you might. Really? A Greasy is that? It's like he swam just in a vat of of eighteen hundred milligram oil. Could you? You know what? You know what should happen? What? What's that? We should. He should lay in the water like this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just him, like an otter does. Mm, absolutely. Except we mirror image it, so it looks like he's holding his own hand in a greasy vat of gooey eighteen hundred milligram goodness. Man, I'm considering cutting a deep discount on some shit for y'all here in a bit. What is that? Well, mean? don't fucking what is don't that threaten mean? me with a good time. Man, I'm gonna like give this shit away in a minute if you guys keep saying nice things about me. Be like, wait, that's that's yeah, not a good thing. Keep, talk, keep talking me up, and I'm going broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll we give love, this shit away. Medicine. Hey, you know what time it is? Nope. It's break time. Uh, this is Hoosier Sophisticate. Uh, I've only been here for five minutes. Speaking of our sponsors, you've been here a while, bud. I got here at 7.34, bud. Not, not good. About an hour. Not good. Not, not okay. It's not okay. Okay. Well, to me. Okay. Well, then it'll be better. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> These are our sponsors. I like when it does that. I like when it does that. I like it when it does that, too. <laughs> I bet you do. Oh, hey. It's Adam McChesney with Ms. Marketing. We specialize in lead generation, filling your pipeline, and taking care of your payments. Give us a call today.
Adam from Ms. Marketing took me from 10 leads to 300 leads in a month, and I became the strongest boy in the schoolyard. He increased the revenue for my uh, fit charter fishing business by 30% in one month. Ms. Marketing. What was that Facebook algorithm? What was that Instagram? Ms. Marketing. I know it's late, baby, but you got me thinking about my dream home. Yeah, girl. You know, Bungeon Property Group doesn't just sell houses, they sell dreams. You know when the best time to talk about dreams is? In the middle of the night. That's why Bungeon Property Group is famously open 24 hours a day. So you can whisper sweet nothings in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Tell me all your dreams of white picket fences, in-ground pools, and I'll find them for you. In an area with a low crime rate, gentle proximity to nice parks, walking distance to the grocery store, easy access to the highways. To your children, all while feeling safe in your front yard while they're playing. Let me talk that dream house talk to you. Let me be your dream realtor. Catching crow that do the sweetly stomp. Everybody do the sweetly stomp. It's a stomp, it's a wiggle. Turn around, a little tickle. It's a stomp, move your feet. Head on down to sweetly. Head on down to sweetly. Head on down to sweetly. Dude, man, get on down to sweetly for you. Do that sweet leaf stomp, man. Hey guys, it's me, Kippy the Crazy Koala Bear. 
and I'm here to tell you about James Carlton Insurance. It's quiet down. It's the best. It's quiet down listening to Kippy. Grown-ups need insurance, and Uncle James can help. Right on. Grown-ups need insurance. He's got the best reviews on Yelp. <laughs> Grown-ups need insurance if they want to protect their house. Yes, sir. Grown-ups need insurance if they want to properly bury a spouse. That's a bit more. Grown-ups need insurance if they drive a truck. Okay. Grown-ups need insurance just so they don't get... F- whoa, 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 Kippy, you can't... Well, I was just no, going to say cannot. get in trouble. Okay, well, it sounded like you were going to like <laughs> say something else. James Carlton, State Farm Insurance. You can find them online at carltoninsurance.net or you can call them at 314-961-4800. Inside of me, let it up inside of me. Let it up inside of me. I got 1800 milligrams going real good down my throat. Mm. When I wake up in the morning and I need a pick me up, well, I grab my bottle of native hemp and I splash it on my tongue. Let it up inside of me. Let it vamp inside of me. Let it vamp inside of me. Let it vamp inside of me. Native Hemp Extract, available at HoosierSophisticate.com. Enter code HOSO, H-O-S-O, at checkout for an additional 30% off. Start again. Come on, it's a nice day or a white wedding. It's a nice day to start again. Well, it's Friday. Probably so fucking loud. Hey, that mic is especially hot. Oh, I is think. that hot? Oh, it's hot as a. Why it's, am I not hearing it? It's a spicy. It's a meatball. <laughs> it's <so> spicy. <clears throat> Dude, what's your favorite smell? Farts. <laughs> My own door. <laughs> I know, dude. My favorite smell is whatever permeating <laughs> off this glove. I found. The pungent aroma of your. Inside. I liked baked goods. 
I like when I, when you walk in Any the house. Any particular baked goods, or just like when you know someone's been like baking? cookies or a cake or something. Like I like when the house smells like the cookies. I I can dig that. I like when the house smells like the cookies. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I really do. Like if I walk in and like uh, say my stepmom's cooking some some uh, fucking California raisins. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she's cooking some cookies. <laughs> We're burning in here. <laughs> She's burning us alive. Someone open the oven door. Don't kill it. Hmm. I'm going to have to try some of these Delta Eights. I bet you are, you fucking hempo. Yeah, I was definitely singing with y'alls. I wonder who else was singing. Everybody was singing coffee, says Pressure Drop Nick. I'm at 150 throughout an entire day. Whoa, whoa. No one likes a bragger, okay? Dude, oh, I was back? singing. Oh, I, was gonna, I was going to uh, uh, kind of totally just put you on a jaunt. But earlier. <laughs> You've been doing that to me all goddamn day. I, I know, know, but I never got to it the last time. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Um, that's right. Kush Coach mentioned that he had he knew a gal that was taking 30 milliliters of RSO a day for her cancer protocol. That's an ounce, dog. 30 it's milliliters. It's pretty much a milliliter to a gram, like a rough. Is that what it is? Yeah, so pretty much 30 grams. Is that a challenge? No, it's not a challenge. That's Are just you challenging me? I'm not challenging you. I can't uh, possibly. You would be high for... I would. You would. I wouldn't. Third, and you could eat an ounce of oil and not be high. False. <laughs> False dickhead. False dickhead. You would be high for a week. We'll see. Oh, we will see, pal. <laughs> we will see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Real speaking good. of which, you know, we talked about yesterday. I know I got a little fucking banty. I was a banty. banty You're just fella. a little banty guy. It's <laughs> a okay. Banty little fella. I get it. Uh, but here's the thing. I, get, I understand you. We've now got a second manufacturer online. Oh, God. <laughs> RSO is cheap to make. That's what made me crazy I yesterday. don't care. I don't want the fucking... I mean, I, dude, when you when you went in on candy, I was like, I was going to argue for candy. Because I, I like, I'm like, eh, I, whatever, the, the a, a, a spoonful of sugar, you know? Helps <laughs> medicine go down. Fine. But who are I mean, you, Mary fucking Poppins? I'm Mary fucking Poppins today, bud. Just like fucking Yandu. You're fucking you Mary Poppins today, bud. Oh, oh Mary could uh, get it. Um, I'm fucking Mary Poppins today, bud. Okay, bold statement. Um, anywho, I just Andy. I feel like. You can have all of the candy and stuff like that. Just make sure that I can buy yeah. the crude yeah. oil. Yeah, thank please. you. Thank you. Just That's let, all me, I want. let me buy the like the easiest one for you to make. Can the, you just the, slop the some of that on the side? Just do that. Can you just have that? You, please. We've now got 220,000 square foot of laboratory. Again, dedicate a corner to it. Slash kitchen. Can you, can you get like dedicate a, a corner of RSO going, guys? Dedicated corner to help me out. Bro. Am I way louder than you? I don't know. I ask I, the people. Am I way louder than him? Because they probably love maybe. Him. Oh, turn it on, 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 turn it on.
Friday, bud? No. I woke up today and I was like, what day is it? I've been like that what year all, is it? I've been like that all week. What's my life mean? Y'all are wild. Yeah, we are. Wild animals. Y'all are wild. What's the fucking deal here, bud? Stay wild. Oh. Somebody should make a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Stay wild, man. Put it on the back of a Jeep. Put it on the glass. <coughs> mm. Put it on the glass. Put them on the glass. <coughs> Here's the deal. Do you see, like, the ejaculating <coughs> scene? That wasn't that long ago. What? The ejaculating scene in the put them on the glass video? Oh, yeah. What was up with that? What was, with that? That? <laughs> what was up with that? It was just a just shooting ropes. I got yeah, well, over somebody's shoulder. It was, it was an impressive shot. No, I mean, North we've Hand. all been there. Northhand. Hey, how do, we, how do we bring people together, you think? By exactly what we're doing. That's what I was thinking too. That's why I want to fucking get these people together and do some fucking wild shit whenever we can. You know what I mean? I do. We got some shit coming up. I want to reiterate. You can watch us on YouTube or Twitch, whatever. All the people watching already know. Sharing and telling your friends about us helps <laughs> us. Helps call our sponsors and say, heard about you guys through them. That's how you help us. Thank you. We appreciate you. Whatever. Don't do it. I don't care. I do. Behind the scenes, I'll be like, that person never does anything to help us. I'm going to choke them out next time I see them. Um, just like I'm going to choke Kush Coach when I see him. Oh, you're going to I'm going to choke. Triangle choke? I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to put this. I'm going to put this right, on his right ass here. Apple. No, right here in the center. Okay. That's, that's your ass <laughs> Yeah, sure. That's, exactly, that's what you said. Esophagus. I'm going to put it right there, bud. And then I'm going to squeeze his juggy and his carotid. Okay, I'm going to squeeze both of them. And then I'm gonna come up. You gonna okay? tell me the whole game plan? Uh, yeah, he's gonna. He can never stop it. He can never stop it. And then I'm gonna slide this one up. First, I'm gonna, a, I'm gonna slide yeah, one. Yeah, I'm gonna slide yeah, one here really, as I come out oil. of there. As I, oil. I'm gonna slide. Here's his fucking stupid head right here. And I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my hand behind here, and I'm going to lock, lock this. Oh, yeah. No, I'm gonna actually do an underlock. So his, and I am going to squeeze his. Goddamn head off, bud. I'm getting a call. I can't, I can't wait. wait. He's kissing me. That's not a He's good sign. That's not a good sign. Uh, hello? I did, and you didn't answer. I'm live. You want, you want to talk to people? Here. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Long of Sweetleaf Emporium uh, and uh, Sweetleaf. Uh, uh, Hold on. Jason Long <laughs> is the guy who blows the glass here at Old Sweet Leaf Emporium. You want You want to see some live glass blowing? Well, that's your guy. Here it is, Jason Long, the guy who. No, no, no. The guy who's gonna. <laughs> he's always known to have a good time. Oh, they say good morning, Jason. Good morning, everybody. Am I really on? You yeah. are one hundred million percent on live now. Okay. Cool. So, um, how's everything going? Tell me something important. Good morning, everybody. I can hear I my voice too loud. I can't wait to get this mix locked in here, Jason. Yeah, I thought you guys figured it out yesterday. Oh, what happened? Out of here. What was it, the, the mix? You need to have somebody in the control room working on that while you guys are doing it. And, you know, there's a lot going on there. Plus, every track that's been set up 
we just used a, a canned set of tracks, and every track is a little different, so they're all running a little weird. But we'll get there. You sound you good, though. Everything sounds good. Split up well. Really? So it's, 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 yeah, that's good. How do I sound? Is the keyboard coming through? Yeah, absolutely. As soon as I heard that keyboard, man, my eyes lit up. I'm like, ah, it works. Aww. So we're, we definitely got everything going on. You're doing good. Aww, and and I'm not... I got more stuff coming today. I'll be up there in just a little bit. I believe bit. you. This is in, cool like, beans. This is got This is yeah, super well, well, I didn't really want to call and talk to you guys on, well, except for one thing. Hey, Craig, I got to tell you, I greatly appreciate you guys bringing up that, and you too, Steve, I guess, that, ta- that tax on that new bill that's laid out. I'm the one who and brought that, it up. Yeah, He's I know Craig. you are. But, but Why are you thanking but, but, Craig? Because he needs credit. Thanks. Look, Craig, Thanks, Craig gets shit on all the time by you. It's time for Craig to stand up. This is my favorite show we've ever done. Uh, you're, the, the call's breaking up. What's that? I, I feel something going on, Steve. I don't understand. There's something going up. <laughs> something going up. <laughs> <So>, right, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, uh, the 12% tax, that's a, that's a big deal. And, and, and it's, a, it's a big deal because you're going to have to justify why cannabis users have to pay more in taxes than alcoholics who smash the crap out of each other on the highways all the time. That's all I got to say. Have a nice day, guys. I got to go. We'll see you soon. Bye. Well, he's right. He's not wrong. Uh, I hate the idea of sin tax. Like, it, it's, okay. I just, I yearn <laughs> to be able to have, like, a, just a hyper-logical solution to a, non, to a non-problem. I'm a yearner. I'm a yearner, bud. Um... <laughs> I, I feel like like we're acknowledging everyone's like, oh yeah. Uh, people like this and they want this. Yeah. And everybody who everybody who doesn't really like their reason is probably rooted in stupid. Well, whatever. Whatever their reason is, it's whatever. It's, it's usually it's rooted in a, a lack of education on what it is. But either which way. Everyone's like, ah, the majority of people want this. How do we give them what is already theirs and somehow charge them for it? And that's ultimately what go- government regulation God is in damn. pretty much everything, right? Like we're the government doesn't give us rights; they 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 acknowledge our rights, right? At least that's how it was designed. Fuck. Yeah, that's how it was designed. They were they were inalienable rights that you know are protected. Uh, and the more and more that, and, and that's not to say that, you know, completely unfettered, you know, uh, like no regulation is a good idea. Uh, might be, I don't know, like, but I, I, that's not, I'm not speaking one way or the other, but as you add government, it, it muddies the situation. It adds, uh, more opportunities. Um, it's just, it's just putting someone in the middle to take from you what is already yours. That's it. If something grows, certainly I can grow it to my heart's content. That only makes sense. You know? I'm not manufacturing anything. And even if I was, I'm making it for personal use. It's mine. I can have 200 gallons of moonshine. I go back to that because I think it's awesome. Oh, look at you comparing stuff to alcohol. I think think it's awesome. I think that if I can have 200... I, I think I should be able to have a thousand gallons of moonshine, but how am I going to have a? Th- where am I going to put a thousand gallons of anything? Where are you going to put a thousand? I can I can keister two hundred gallons. Figure it out. You know, and I'll look at the other. Certainly, other if something grows from the earth naturally, 
I have a right to it, especially if it's in my tract of land. If we believe in personal property and we believe in, in the sovereignty of the individual, which we increasingly don't, uh, why can't I just fill my entire... I don't want a lawn. I fucking hate grass. I hate grass. I fucking hate grass, I bud. It. I don't want to fucking mow. I don't want to spend nope. my time nope. mowing. I'm no. not into it. Kudos to you if you're no. into it. I'd rather nope. my fucking land... I'd rather be wild, dude. I'd rather stuff run through. I'd, I'd Stay rather wild. it be uh, permaculture. Stay, Stay wild? wild? <laughs> I'm feeling wild, bud. <laughs> but if I wanted to fucking plant a field of cannabis, why not? Uh, because the kids. The kids. I'm kids still will get not it. sure. Uh, the kids will get it. They'll mm. get into your field. They'll start biting the branches, <laughs> laying down in the field, get run over by a lawnmower. Oh, wait, that's rabbits. I got, I got uh, bunnies and children confused again. Um, you're absolutely right. And that's what comes back. That's what I come back to every single fucking time we have these conversations where they say, it's supply and demand, buddy. It's kind of the deal with these $70 A's. It's just the way the market works. It's the way capitalism works. It's the way the American system works. When you only have a little bit of supply, don't worry, Stevie. It'll get better. Don't worry, little guy. It'll get better. And I'm like, oh, so you're telling me they can operate off those costs at some point. They know they have to be able to operate at this cost of $20, an eighth. So right now they're gouging you. And we're not talking uh, tanzanite or one of those rare gemstones we were talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about something that's $10,000 for point zero 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 three pounds or whatever our, our kill, yeah is what a carrot is. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about something that you have to esca- excavate the side of a mountain for. Yeah, no. We're talking about some people in some counties went out, would throw seeds out into like the ditch, and ditch weed became a thing. Uh, we're talking about something that without even the humans having control of. <clears throat> if humans left tomorrow, would cannabis still be around? Wild cannabis? 100%. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, my plants would probably creep out of my house like Jumanji. Dude, it'd be cool. Like fucking little shop of horrors if you just had I it. had to tie one down. It's amazing how it's like, no, I'm going back. Up. I'm going to go find the light, bud. Hey, bud. Hey, I'm bud. Gonna... I'm searching for the light. You got to be a plant. You got to be more like the plant. Like they I are. got soul, but I'm not a soldier. I 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 got soul, but Yeah, man, like be more like a plant. Just reach for the light. I'm going to use that metaphor. I'm going to think about that right now, and I'm going to say, oh, I like that metaphor. My cannabis plants are growing towards the light, and there's nothing I can do to stop them. And that's what I'm going to try to be. So I just appreciate, as the person I am, I appreciate when someone can say, hey, here's a snarky comment. It was rude, probably maybe not the best way to go about things, but here's why you're an asshole. Yeah. And I go, oh, fuck. 
that was probably the most effective way to get to me. Now, maybe someone else would come up to me and be like, hey, Steve, I think your problem is A, B, and C, and, and D, and E, and F, and G. And you're like, fucking... <laughs> and I'm like, shut up. Look what you're doing in your fucking life. Get the fuck out of here. But a guy like Seth, with that type of comedy and that type of, of where he can kind of say, oh, yeah, here you go, bud. And you're like, oh, God. that I love that. That's why I like hanging out with you and Seth so much. You guys are brilliant at being like, oh, yeah, you got this going on with yourself? <laughs> Here you go. I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to make you laugh right. while sure. I'm doing it. Because I, you know I love you. you. Yep. I know you're different. I love you anyway. I, I, I love you because. I love you because. Yeah. Like, that's what's so great. When me and Seth come together on a thing, it's an amazing it's moment. In the, like, it happened four times when we were on the radio. Like, the where we're like, oh, shit. We agree on a song or like a fucking movie or something. I Seth's one of my favorite people on earth. Do we see eye to eye on a lot of stuff? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, but I but other world. Apart, no, no, we're not. Um, but I just want the the point is I hate Seth. No, I'm joking. <laughs> the point is if you're if you're different than someone, love them. That's the deal oh, for now. Sure. Because no, we're not. experiencing something in this country that I cannot. Fucking listen. I don't watch the news. I turn on the news and they're like, this is this is the worst time in history. This is we're the most divided we've ever been. This is the most ooh, this things are not looking good. Things are not looking good. Yeah, it's it's so well, I get it, I get it, I get it. Form. But what I want to do is say, Oh yeah, you know what combat's at? Oh yeah, this dude thinks different than me, but I love him. As long as you stay out of my decision making process, which I guess that's the problem. Hey, you you're part of my decision making process. No, 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 no. Yeah. Stay out of my fucking decision-making process. And the people that like, are bought into these uh, things that don't mean, they think, they make more of a meaning out of things that fucking don't matter. Like, which person is your, your guy getting to run shit that has very little effect on you? We're seeing that. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you called it. You go, there's going to be a fucking bloodbath because these people are fucking riled up. And I'm like, no, either way, no, either way, like I, 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 no. I, I, I'm a firm believer, you know, and I, I'm not playing the both sides thing, but I, I felt very confident. I, I would have laid money that you went on record that either, you know, no matter who won, it was going to happen. Now I felt like if it, if, if Trump won, uh, early on, I felt like it would happen kind of more immediately. And I felt like if Biden won, it was going to be closer to Inauguration Day somewhere in there. Or, or yeah. early into his term. And I'm not sure. There are people who feel like America witnessed this embarrassing moment. And it was this sobering wake-up That's moment. what they said a million times There are the people news. that think that. And I think <clears throat> that they are Pollyanna-ish. I think that you're really telling yourself a story if you think we're just we're at that point. Because... I am watching people double down right now on on this whole thing. Like, I, I don't I don't know I, what the answer. Is. I, think, I think I think it will cool down. I think it will cool down, but I think there's going to be somebody asked. This is my worst case scenario. This is my worst case scenario. Like, what what's the worst case scenario here? Do you see a civil war happen? I don't see a civil war happening because there's no defined sides. Like, I was listening to Will O'Donnell the other day. He's like, you know. There's a lot of people that think they're they're ready for war and they're ready for the end. It's like, if you've been in war, you know how bad it sucks. 
You do not want war. You do not want war with your neighbor. Na- you don't want to be at war with your neighbor and, worrying and raising your kids in a war zone. That's, nobody wants that. You know, we need to get back to some to some sense of of uh, you know normalcy, I guess. But there have this is like this didn't just happen with Trump. It certainly I I, I said from the beginning this dude's going to be a catalyst for something, and I don't know what it is. It's clear cult of personality around him is, was was it's still one of the most impressive things I've ever seen a human do. I've never seen somebody hypnotize. So many people at once. It's a mass hypnotizing. Like it's a, it's a, it like, and from that angle, I'm like, props, man. Not only did you do it, you did it while calling everybody assholes, being the biggest asshole you could. And that's, I'm not even speaking of his policies. I don't, none of that matters. He is, he, he has been like this, just, he has shattered reality, at least what we knew was normal. He shattered it. And the, one of the things that scared me from the very beginning was that this was going to be the guy that was going to get the message kind of out that so many, like, logical, free-thinking people have been saying for years. But it took, like, a cartoon character to get... And, and, and a not super... I mean, he's only going to hit... He's, the way that he's designed is only going to hit 50% just based on polarity in and of itself. He's a polarizing person. That a person like That's that, how he was in his personal a life. A megalomaniac is, is never going to fucking win the hearts of more, of more than half and probably less than half, right? This whole fucking thing has been, has, has, uh, 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 been taking place, and I just feel like Everybody, the, what got him there was people that were seriously tired of some bullshit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what's crazy is, is now we're so distracted with left versus right that nobody fucking blinks. We get mad about them not coming together on a stimulus, and then 20 minutes later, both parties come together to pass a fucking defense bill that's fucking a trillion dollars. It's fucking crazy, and it just gets pushed under the rug because of how fucking uh, it's smoke and mirrors. Because of how uh, outrageous everything on the fringe has gotten, everybody just kind of accepts the fucking what should be the most maddening fucking thing about this. And I was a guy who, before I kind of skewed third party, was a conservative. And I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to believe in the idea of small government. Except every time these cocksuckers got in power, they would, they would spend like nobody I've ever seen, like, like nobody spends. And it was, and I'm like, you're, you're so full of shit. Both of you are so full of shit. So I had, like, I, what brings me peace in my heart? I gotta, I gotta try and fight the system. Live, first off, live my best life. Understand that people that fucking live. Thousands of miles away, uh, the choices that they make probably don't affect me enough in real time to affect my general happiness. Sure. But I am a father. I do hope to pass on some kind of better life to my kids. Maybe not for me to determine. Maybe a better life for them is to be revolutionaries. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Maybe maybe the fucking 
our next Patrick Henry is is we're raising him right now. I hope. I don't know. Uh, but they that they don't really have that much of a, uh, of an effect on me. However, I gotta fucking I gotta speak out against it, right? I'm gonna do it with the cannabis industry too. It might it might lose me a couple of business deals or friends or whatever. But like, you stand up for what's right so that you fucking feel good in here. So that at night you can close your eyes and you know fucking sleep. Get the, and get everybody believes different things that help and, you sleep. And you gotta hundred percent. You gotta have a, you gotta have something that that a man's gotta have a code. Woman's got to have a code. Who benefits from the way things are right now? Uh, very rich people. I mean, very rich people. So there is some incentive to cause division amongst the people. There's also... Um, is that... I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, there is. Like, there's also... I, I don't put it above... How, how does that our, directly uh, help the rich? Is. I don't think... Well, I think... Because, because money rules. I know, and, but like, but, how but does the division the so, of people directly affect? Well, in, in this particular instance, you've got. We've seen the biggest transfer of wealth. We've seen a huge transfer of wealth. Um, we've, we've, dude, did you know that yesterday Elon Musk became the richest man in the world? Yeah. He oh, passed fucking. Bezos. Dude, he, his wealth has jumped in a year's time. Like, yeah, how is that? Tesla has, Tesla's stock last year no. is up 730%. Fuck, I, I talked to a guy at fucking my old job, and I was like, I'm going to jump. This is eight you years ago. You could have almost eight times your money if you'd have put $100, whatever. Whatever you put in there, you'd have made eight times your money from, from 2020 to now. You want to know what Bitcoin's at? Thanks, Eric. You want to know what Bitcoin's at? Thanks, dude? Eric. 38 grand or something it like got that? Up, it got up in the 40s yesterday. <laughs> okay. So, because I am... 41,334. Is Jesus, today. it seems like there is division that's being cultivated in our communities that I, a lot of people just want to live in peace, just want to live alone. So why, my first question is, why isn't that happening? Most people want to want to live in peace and like, yeah, you know, we'll go to war when we run out of fucking resources here that's kind of the deal uh, now i need some resources but now we're like okay we got all the resources there is someone is there someone benefiting from our division yes we've seen a giant transfer in power well the, the or in the, wealth the yes politicians the ruling class the the other party will always uh, seek. The well, they're, they're always going to seek to be the savior of, gotcha. of something that's making your life bad. That's gotcha. how you win. You don't gotcha. win like nobody wins really. Well, most people don't win with just a truly inspiring message. It all comes from a, a, a root of fear. Nobody's it, winning office saying, "Do you know why I'm best uh, fit to rule to 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 for this job? Because I believe that all of us love." And this art, this bullshitting has gone on long enough. We are not giving ourselves enough credit as fucking high vibrating beings that we are capable of so much more if we just fucking laugh and love each other. Yeah. That guy would be laughed off the fucking stage. But I feel like close the closer and closer we get maybe to the future, <laughs> the more and more we progress. I feel like that doesn't become the such a weird is, thing. 
Because we're about ready for it. Uh, we're waking. I mean, there's there's something going. There's the something happening here. Dude, it fucked me up what at Buffalo Springfield with Stephen Stills dude. and I didn't realize and Neil that. Young. Yeah. That fucked me up. I, I had no <laughs> idea either. that it was those two. That, the Laurel Canyon, that whole thing. I, I know that's I'm what that, I, I was trying but to But That's that. a sad yeah. state of affairs, bud. The, every, every leader that we have is a leader that's going to fix your problems. No leaders that we have are like, hey, you know why I'm the captain of this deal? Because I'm just trying to figure it out like the rest of you. The best way that we can do that is to fucking love our neighbor. Yep. Here's what we're going to try and fucking do. To think that if that guy went on stage, dude, Gary Johnson, four years ago, you have Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, two of the most hateable people on the planet. I mean, just the most punchable faces. Then you got like Gary Johnson, and he's a goober. He really he is, is fine, but he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. He's in fairly good shape. Yeah. Speaks in complete, some... speaks in complete sentences. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, and then <laughs> they, they, you know, they ask him something about Aleppo. And yeah. Like, What's Aleppo? Right. That was the big, big fucking thing. Everyone's like, Oh, Gary oh Johnson. My... Be the <laughs> Don't even know and Aleppo. He doesn't know the capital of Syria. I'm going to vote for the person who wants to drop $2 billion worth of bombs on the middle of Aleppo. That I, I would rather have that person than the person trying to learn about Aleppo. That's the world we live in, bud. Let's change it. Let's, let's do it. Let's it. do it. Let's fucking let's, let's, let's make a little, little, little dent here because that's what it's all about. It's trying to inspire us. By the way, I think he's a it. fucking nunce too. Like He's a fucking little nerd. He was just He's a fucking little nerd. <laughs> but he was a, he was my fucking nerd. <coughs> I think the calls for something to be different is overwhelming now. And like he said, it's weird that the thing that had to be different was Trump. <coughs> I do think there is a a a shadowy government, if that's what you want to call it, or or certain people who are benefiting from all it's of so this. It's so big, there are so many people that are benefiting from that the, the government is huge. It's the largest employer in the country. By and they're a long and shot. they're getting bigger and bigger with the every more. day more agencies. That's the thing. The hardest part about ending the drug war, I don't, is not winning the hearts and minds of people. I think that's the pretty easy part. I think when you, I think when you sit people down with somebody that they love, that they could have never imagined would be affected by drugs, uh, negatively. Or positively? Or no, they would have only yeah. thought negatively. And, yeah. and someone that they love and respect, and that person sits down with them, and they're like, hey, you, yeah. you know, fucking, we, we've been buddies for a long time. I feel like I should tell you, I know that you feel pretty strongly against this because of an entire lifetime of information that you were, you were given in bad faith. Yeah. Uh, but I'm telling you, as your friend, someone who loves you, and someone whose entire life was changed uh, by it, these drugs, and they're not the problem. All this fucking, all this trauma's been the problem. Yeah. You know? I think most people be yeah. like, okay, that yeah. makes sense. I'll, yeah. I'll vote for that. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the easy part. Now you got to convince how you're going to fire fucking 400,000 federal employees that work for the DEA. That's your fucking battle. The DEA and the CIA and DHS. How Robot you, technicians. How, wh- what are you all doing? What does the DHS do? That NSA doesn't do. Oh, that, God. That, that, CIA. that FBI does. That CIA does. 
Central intelligence is only supposed to apply to like other countries, mm-hmm. right? It was never mm-hmm. supposed to be on the home front, but that doesn't really make sense for them. In order to fucking know uh, everything, to protect you, you gotta, I gotta look know you everywhere. I finally understand Switzerland. Yeet the power. Oh, oh is do it not foolish, eat. Is Let's it foolish to want eating. to let the world just fuck off and focus on a little tiny portion of it all? I think we're doing really, really well. I think that's the deal. <clears throat> that is the deal. I think that's the deal, and you try to affect but other it, people and have a little ripple effect. I don't effect. think that it's foolish, but I do think that it is short-term. What? And, and short-term uh, is, is probably okay for our generation, maybe the next. Uh, but if you don't kind of put brakes on things, and maybe you're just slowing the inevitable. I don't know. But we, if we just stay kind of in our own little happy place, then, you know, there's – the rest of the world could get pretty pretty ugly outside of your walls to the point that you couldn't do anything about it if it came to it. So you got no control over that anyway, right? Well, I don't know. I I, <clears throat> I don't know. I think so. I like to think. I, I like to think that people are inherently good. There's always going to be evil, but people are inherently good. Oh, there's a nice little study on babies that if you don't fucking hold them, their brains develop differently. Like when you don't hold oh, they're babies, animals. Yeah, they become like their uh, uh, hippocampus or whichever area that. Uh, controls the fear like it's way bigger uh, medulla oblongata, medulla oblongata. <laughs> um, but it was one of the most fascinating studies because it kind of set the tone for and they said even in utero babies are learning like Does my mom have a tough life out there is she running and fearful all the time like i better be prepared for that life so all of these things that happen when we're babies i think that's a huge deal i think if we start like, really, I got a fucking plan for it, buddy. You start uh, getting all these baby boomers to hold babies, turn them all into baby holders. You know what you want to do with the DEA? You turn them all into baby holders. You say, hey, guys, we're going to turn every single one of you into fucking Nick you baby holders. Here you go. You get paid. Here's your deal. Stop doing I'll figure out a job for you, okay, sure. for a little while until I can transition you out of the federal government. Here's your chance. I'm going to pay you a little bit. Go start a fucking business, guy. I, I, do something. I don't know. Sure. Gal, do, do, do something. The way things are going, the division, <clears throat> I want to try to bring my little portion of the world together. We're doing it. We're having this, this good 100%. time. I, I, and if it's not me, it's you. If it's not you, it's the next person. If it's not the next person, it's the next person. That is just feeling and seeing and uh, knowing and being. What it is to be like happy and and living the full human experience with knowing the cosmic joke that none of this really fucking matters that much. Like, let's take care of our resources. Let's make sure all of those needs are met. And once our needs are met, we can move on from there. We don't have to deal with all of this weird shit. Because I, the point I was getting to earlier was the capital thing's so fucking weird. Like, weird that these people got through... It's, One person got shot in the neck, and it wasn't like a complete fucking bloodbath. And there's videos of the cops waving it's, people it's in. Weird, so I'm the question I was I was getting to with who is benefiting from this that we News are companies. Cons- that's when it the when media, it breaks down to me, I go advertising and news all companies, ratings, dude, are 
have to be off the fucking off the chart chart. It's also dude. yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. the social media companies dealing with the off advertising the prices that these news agencies the have to get their name up. Our our fucking like the more they can hit us in our fields, the more that we can react to something on their platforms, the more information they can get about us, the more intimately yes. they know us. Yes. Every time they make us fucking sad or angry and we go to and have a reaction. Facebook did that. Facebook does that. They did it with every the, day. They did an experiment on people where they filled their shit with sad shit, happy <coughs> shit, and they had total control imagine, imagine over someone's kind of psyche. Imagine that kind of power. It's real, man. Well, Magic's real. Fucking, you know, uh, hypnosis is real. This is, you know, it's. We have to wake up from that. Yeah, 100%. That's that's what you have to do. And learning a, a good meditation practice, getting out and chasing sunsets. in the meditation game. We've been that's also awesome. doing some sleep meditations, and they're a choice. Really? Although, funny story, I uh, had myself a... Your meditation was awesome yesterday. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it again. We're the worst human beings. Um, I had a drink by the side of the bed. Fell asleep watching great artists. It's going Bill through. Bill like, No, it's just a thing on Amazon Prime that like covers like Michelangelo, Leonardo, sure, all the greats, Raphael, and uh, we watched Ninja Turtles too, Secret of the Ooze, <laughs> and, uh, and and so um, I, I fall asleep to it. I vaguely remember like waking up and getting a drink. You know, parched, whatever, wake up, take a drink. Yeah, you're a sleep down, drinker. Put either. it back down on the nightstand, or so I think. I wake up like three hours later, four hours later, and I'm wet. <laughs> I went back to sleep and held the glass like this in my bed. Why? Why? Why, bud? Why are you doing What's that? What's going on? What are they talking about so... in the meditation, pal? Maybe the guy's like, now I want you to <laughs> dump your drink all over yourself, you stupid sleeping idiot. You pissed your pants and you're like, Missy, uh, <laughs> I fell asleep with a cup of water in here. Uh, I didn't piss all over you. I am not a bad man. She's like, what? <laughs> you peed on me? That escalated quickly. Sorry. Anyway, uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of weird, Sorry. dude. I was balancing a fucking drink on Sorry. my chest while I was sleeping. Why? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm a dumb idiot. When that's I what. Sleep. That's a drunk move, though. I've only done that when I'm hammered, where I'm like, uh, but then it falls and it's like, dude. I, I'm you interested ever, in. Well, you ever when like when someone can they still out of sell Ambien? Like uh, while we're sure. fighting for yeah. everybody to have weed, are they still selling yeah, Ambien? Yeah, one hundred percent. Jesus Christ, um, that's what, the most dangerous thing America it, could ever do. You ever seen like when someone's passed out drunk and you're like, "We're gonna make them drink more," and they're passed out and you just start making them drink beer until they like no, wake I, up. No, I've never <laughs> participated in that. Me neither. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, bud. It sounds stupid. It's a stupid <laughs> idea. It's a, yeah, it's a really it is really a dumb idea. Oh mom dance? Uh, oh mom dance? <laughs>
Don't. Don't. Don't you dare. <laughs> Dude, don't be smirk. Mm, we're going to bring everyone together. I was trying to. I was watching. You know what I was watching last night? Quantum Entanglement. Me too. Really? The Einstein deal? Yeah. The Einstein's riddle? Are you serious? 100%. 100%. <laughs> You're shitting me. Yeah, no doubt. Ended up banging one out to it. My, my wife, it's a prerequisite now. We're replacing porn entirely with just uh, quantum entanglement talks while we get out. How about it. that picture of them sitting outside the... Uh... It's great. Uh, Miss and I were talking about how we need to get a blown up picture of that. Like the meeting of minds there. Marie Curie was there. Plank. Einstein. Plank. Bors. Uh, 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 Schrodinger. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, and uh, dude, all those minds were fucking. And we should be in the background, like Listen. with our nut sacks out. <laughs> and they're like, Got that, him. That, that that guy was the smartest guy here. He fucking he figured it all out. Oh, and that's his little buddy. <laughs> uh, you know, Miss said something. You know, kind of cool. And she's like, she's like, look at that picture. The so quantum they, entanglement the of watching quantum entanglement. How about that? We were the two things. Having the opposite, re- we were the two things having the same reaction. I still don't get it. Oh, I well, neither do they, bud. Neither do the smartest fucking human human beings alive. Like they, they're trying to fucking. I was trying to figure it out. Explain it. But you know, she was like, you know, so there's still this, no they, that they, they, picture. They... That picture was taken the year the Spanish Society was opened. Like the world was just. A, I was thinking about that just sitting up there the other day, looking out, and I'm like, man, these halls, like 1927. The world was a way different place. It was still like, do we have this many brilliant minds going right now? We can take a picture of them? that. Would be like known for that. Like, dude, nineteen hundred, where they're just fucking figuring out light bulbs and shit. They're like, how do we not use fucking torches? <laughs> I'm done with the fucking torches. I'm done with the fire shit. Like kerosene and shit everywhere. I got kerosene all over the shit all the time. Stinks of gas. I stink of gas every night. <laughs> we got to figure something out. Um. It's amazing how far we've come, too. I just don't understand every every damn thing they draw of it is like, oh, here's here's the ball and here's the wave, and then it just ends up at this end. And then if you take a two sets of dice and keep rolling them, they roll. Like, I, I need an example. What the fuck are you talking about? And and to understand <laughs> how how atoms how small they are. Because you're like, they're pretty small. They're like, you know, like super, they're like super <coughs> tiny, small. No, no, you got to remember how fucking small these things are. Oh. When they talk about a As soccer they... ball, to see them, it, the soccer ball would have to be the size of the earth, bud, yeah. for you to be able to see them visibly. So that's how tiny we're talking here. Tiny talk. This is tiny talk. This is real tiny talk. This is real tiny talk. Real tiny talk. Bobby's world. Uh, yeah, my Bobby's dad, world. My dad voiced it. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel is your dad. He's Bobby's world. My dad and Howie Mandel have a strikingly similar look to them. Like they could do like a prince and a oh, pauper. Oh, they actually they could do a do. prince and a pauper thing, especially oh, when they're both doing goats. Should I go with a goat? Should I bring back the goat? Does anybody still do a goat? You bring it back, bud. Imagine it. Dude, that just reminds me like That's what I told. All the dads were like, all of a sudden, overnight. Fucking goat like, time. You want to know what would be real badass, bud? If we all went goat. 
Because my, my pop always wore a nice, hearty mustache. Mine too. Right? Who was the first guy to make the goat popular? Well, here's the deal. And then I remember, it was like 98, all of a sudden, dad came dads. in looking like a fucking biker dude. I'm like, who's this big dick daddy from Cincinnati? <laughs> oh. It's my daddy. It's my daddy, literally. <laughs> Who's this big dick daddy from Cincinnati? He's mine. <laughs> That's my daddy. We're so weird. Yeah. Yeah, we're weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve been giggling like Beavis and Butthead since I got here. I'm having a good time. It's Friday. One millionth of a human hair. It uh, doesn't even make sense. What's one millionth of a human hair? doesn't even make sense. Adam. What's the difference between an atom and a molecule? Uh, molecule's a weird name. Mm, that's fun. That's a fun thing he did there. <laughs> atom versus molecule. Atoms are single neutron particles. Molecules are neutral particles made of two or more atoms. Okay. An ion is a positive. This is all shit I've learned before. You know, that's probably part of the problem. I don't remember much of this shit. I do, actually. I love science, man. Science is great. Science is fucking awesome. It is so great. When are we going to have another meeting of the minds like that? Well, that's what I'm getting at. Were you? Yeah, I was. I said, do we have a a collection of, like, these great thinkers that we we revere? Uh, I mean, I'm sure the science community is like, yeah, dickhead. There's, like, a bunch of them. We're going to be talking about your kids are going to talk about them like they're uh, they're gods. They're there, but you're too busy watching fucking Kardashians. But the animate dude, the an- I'm I'm gonna fucking play it on this show. That Animaniacs cut. <laughs> they push me down and mace me. <laughs> Animaniacs, <laughs> dude. Uh. Do you not know? I don't know, bud. What do you know? Who are these? Who are the? Who are the people figuring the crazy shit out? Aubrey Marcus, Duncan Trussell, Joe Rogan, uh, Joe Dispenza. I love you. Joe Dispenza. <laughs> I love you, and I love them. They're not fucking Niels Bohr, you know. I, I I'm with that. I'm just yeah. saying, who would I like to get in a room and just kind of have some different oh, discussions about? Sure. I mean, we got guys. We, we got, got guys. guys. We got guys. What about Carhartt uh, Harris? Oh. I mean that would uh, that would be awesome. Not, uh, we got a Nassim Haramine. Last night I I made a playlist uh, on. You want me to keep going? Put it on YouTube, um, on our on our channel on the Mycelial Media channel. Yeah, I put the um, the it's nine different parts. So I think they got they got one missing part there. But I put basically nine parts from the Michigan psychedelic seminar that we went to. They got it all clipped down into each individual talk, and uh, threw it on there. So that we can start getting people, because I feel like if you want, when people are like, show me the science. Is your question on there? I don't know. Maybe Catchin' Preller's on there, so maybe. Mr. Round of Applause. Catchin' Preller's on there, so probably. I don't think, you, I don't know if you can hear me, though. Maybe you can. Of course you can. You're talking in the microphone. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, 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 oh. I just shit myself. <laughs> but uh, I was just thinking that if you give patients catanserin. Uh, would that stop a trip? 
Animania. I shit my pants in Michigan. Animania. No, did not have the same ring. Did not have the same ring to it. I just want to tell a story through something. Okay. Guys, we love you. We're going to go to our last break. See you later. You ready? Yes, sir. Last break. See you later. Welcome back. Who's your sophisticate show? Hour three. It's Friday. Guys, it's the show. Steve's coming. He's on his way. Welcome back. We are, uh, we're on one today. I'm not really sure what all we're talking about, but we're talking about a lot of it. It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show. What's going on here? I was trying to figure out. Oh, I got an idea, bud. What's your idea, Paolo? What if we did a Hoosier uh, album? So if anybody has an idea for a show or a song or anything they want to contribute to the Hoosier album, spoken word, whatever it may be, you can come up here. We'll help you record everything. Because we're going to have this all mixed down by the end of the day, right? I hope right? so, yeah. Sure. Right? Mixed right? Figure it out, man. Well, I'm here man. now. So. Yeah, figure it out, music man. Um, And that's what I want to do this year. We can bring a little something out of the, the, the frequency of the the winds above us, brother. And we can take a few little, little uh, pinches out of the cosmic salt and sprinkle it all over each other, bud. <laughs> okay. That's what we're going to do. Okay. So do you think people, I mean, if your song sucks, save it. You know yeah, we'll man? tell you. Like the, I will be your I, harshest I maybe, critic. Maybe, maybe that's the deal. Maybe we just let people know, like, you know, we're going to keep encouraging you to be make better. it better. <laughs> so don't be scared, As we though. clearly do, right? Don't like, be scared. I feel like we're just consistently. Constantly being better. <laughs> Constantly perfecting our craft. Which you What's know, up, John Matthews, how's Peepy doing, bud? How's your little Peepy? How's your Peepy, John? <laughs> John's Peepy got a little Peepy. John's Peepy got a little Peepy. See, this is what we're talking about. We're always talking. just getting better. Just getting better. Uh, Dan and I have 100% have two songs to contribute. Let's go. Okay, originals, originals only. They can make an original. original. I know they can. They just sh- putting they it out shall. <laughs> so this place is going to be the spot where we do some cool stuff, man. Okay. Like I can't. I do can like you the believe, idea of a, of a Hoosier cover album too, though. Can you? Be- oh, that'd be fun. That'd be real fun. Um, but can you believe like what has happened, like with all of this shit, dude? Like from the H six to now, this mixing. No, board no I, I'm can to I? this yes. table. I, what do you attribute it to? Uh, <clears throat> actual human connection. Because um, when it started out and we were just kind of a... I don't think that we've ever been just a, a digital content creators. I think that we've been some dudes that kind of wanted a way to remind all of their family and friends that they loved... 
of kind of all the great shit that's going on and all of the change that we can actually affect. And, um, and so when that, you know, when that happened, I feel like I started seeing at real events, like people that wanted to help manifest something great. And that started to, it started to just, uh, be ever more, more present in our lives. We were invited or found ourselves found ourselves in situations where we were having conversations with the people that needed conversations needed to be had with and people needed to know about. With that, they kind of come into the to the fold into the family. They bring all their best people that that kind of they know are kind of marching to the kind of the same beat of the same drum. And all of a sudden, like a community of people that truly care for one another uh, is really powerful moving, moving in the same direction. And so when we fucking call the banners, when we rally the troops, that's, that looks like a major charity and uh, empathy. Sometimes someone will just come in our group and just fucking... You can tell when somebody's looking to be engaged in a in a way that 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 fucking triggers that thing that Facebook fucking preys on. Like you can tell when somebody comes in here and says, "I'm fucked up. Fuck all of you." And my some of my favorite shit is to watch like the hive swarm and be like, "You doing okay, dude?" Like, you know, like it's become the first If there's question, if there's like, something I can you can get off your chest, I'm here to let you fucking blow some steam. And then all of a sudden watch those people like Immediately soften. Sometimes they double down. Good. And then, Good for you. yeah, and then we got to learn too how to love people through doubling no down. No doubt. No doubt. And it's it. And then it becomes a battle of resilience, right? And how resilient I think are you? Love's undefeated. I think. I don't know. Love gets beat all the time. Think so? I know so. I think love gets maybe in the, maybe in like the short sets. Yes. Yeah. But love is always going to come back that's the unconditional part of love sure. yeah. you can so, I mean, punch me in yes like like you know the game's forever going on though yeah, so there's I don't know. rounds i mean there's yeah. rounds you give you give fucking hate rounds you give fear rounds no doubt but love usually comes back stronger yeah and at the end of it if you were to ever just kind of cut it off you know i mean i don't know i guess it's to be determined huh always it's to be determined always especially in your short little life you get to choose too whether you want to go with that side of love or whether you want to go with the side of fear and anger. And we have been taught a lot of that. And how much are you being manipulated into these feelings? That's the question you have to ask yourself, kind of tying back into everything. How much am I being manipulated into feeling these things? Because we have some of the most powerful people I've ever met in my life in our group. And the way we've cultivated this group, that when you meet new friends, you meet them, and the way you've met friends through school, it's kind of like, hey, we're in the same school, we're buddies, we kind of get this. We have actively put intention into finding people, find the others, find the people who <laughs> want to have an open mind, who want to explore new things. What do we got? Love got beat with that Pocahontas hate, bro. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Every once in a while, it's fucking like, nope, 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 nope. If you think that's what the fucking deal is, you're wrong. You're yeah, wrong. and <clears throat> the hard part there is, I mean, that was me. 
<laughs> See, the thing with that one, though, was is that it was me. Yeah. <laughs> and so everybody gets their turn. Everybody gets their turn on the carousel. No and I doubt. Did, and I did take it down. I took it down because people I love said, uh, it, it was funny, but it was like, it was mean funny. Yeah. And it didn't make me feel good to laugh at it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I'm lacking awareness here. Yeah, we're figuring that shit out, too. I'm lacking awareness here. I will take it down. Because I say but also, shit to people. But also, there's still that part that's like, yeah, but like, my buddy's busting his dick right now to help fucking some people he doesn't even know for a charity that has not. I need you to fucking go somewhere else and stop making this about you. Yeah. I need you to do that. And right now, he doesn't have the time nor the energy to engage with this. It and I just though. feel like as a guy who's driving across the state a couple few times, I got a little time on my hands. I'll engage you. Take a fucking hike. Go somewhere <laughs> else. I, you know. And I really, like, I, I felt justified. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, don't come at my guy. Don't come at my fucking guy. You know? But also, my guy's like, ah, I don't feel so good. I'm like, all right, I did, I did it the wrong way. I get it. I'll take it down. I was. I had to get the poison out. I was livid in that shit too for about the first couple hours, but then talking to the person and figuring it out and saying, "Yeah, dude, I fucking, I am insensitive sometimes. I'll be the first to admit it. I got to realize that not everybody is as callous and fucking, you know, carefree about how fucking the things they get said to them are. Because I'm like, what did you say to me? I grew up playing football in the back of Blow." school okay mm-hmm. like the things you say to me right I can't really do shit but the things you i can say me. to people i know they they can words fucking hurt sometimes man and i can't take everybody as being as as fucking hard as i am because i still hear things i'm like oh that hurt but that's my resiliency that's my that's my word of the year that's where i want to say oh no i just never give up if there's one thing you know about this dude is that he's never going to give up. Like, if you can pin me, peg me, peg me for one, two things. But peg me, and then peg me for being the most resilient dude. Like, no, he, does, he just doesn't give up. And I haven't had the hardest go, but I will help, try to help inspire people or help people go through their times that are tough. And that's where we come 100%. with that human connection where someone says, hey, man, fuck you, this is a cry for help. Fuck you, man, this is a cry for help, help. Yeah. And people are like, oh, no, I see that, rather than saying, hey, man, fuck you. And they're like, oh, guess what? I got no time for that shit either. Fuck you, motherfucker. All right, well, well now we're devolving. Right. How can you make the situation, that, be, that became uh, kind of a, a mantra for me. Can I turn this tense, awful situation into something that both parties are like, this fucking idiot. Right. Like, I, that's what I did with my parents my whole fucking life. If they were angry at each other, I was like, hey, look at this guy. Whoa, I fell over. Nyuck, nyuck, right. nyuck, nyuck, nyuck. And both of them eventually would say, what the fuck is this guy doing? You know, they would look at each other and go, look at our guy. Look what we made. Look at this fucking look guy. Look what we fucking Jesus made. Jesus Christ. What, what, what did we do? Um, and it would bring them together, you know, to, the, for that moment, they had a similar path. You couldn't find people, two people who were more different on the face of the earth. But for one moment, they were either laughing at the same thing sure. or going, oh, my God. Yeah, I get it. We've raised a heathen child, and I'm addicted to that shit, man. 
I'm addicted to bringing people who are different together. Because when I say find the others, sometimes it's like, I've got to find people who are exactly like me. No, no, no. no I've got to find people who are exactly like me. I need to find the Dan Hendricksons of the world. I need to find the Nathan Forbushes of the world. There are... There are freak show talents in That's our group. That's what I'm saying. The power, hiding, buddy. That are hiding. People that are people that have figured Don't hide. something out. Don't they figured, hide. Uh, they, they, they might not have it all figured out, but they figured a couple things out, and they figured them out real well. Bright humans that we don't agree on everything about. That's the fucking best part of it. Is like they, they make me want to hear a That's different idea. It. They make me want to hear different ideas. That's the idea. Be compelling. Don't coerce people. Compel people. Yep. You know, and you compel people through sharing your magic. You know? So that's what know. inspires people. That's what you see the look in people's eyes when you do something that's a fucking that you've put a lot of passion into. It's something innate in humans that they look at each other and go, Motherfucker, this guy has been trying and working and doing his damnedest. Whatever he's doing, fucking respect, man. Respect. respect. And then you get a, some people who are so self-absorbed that, but eventually the self-absorbed people hit a wall in their life where they have to go, well, what, what's real? What's really going on? What, what is my purpose? What is, what is the, the function of me as a human being? And you find out that it's to live in harmony with the people around you. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not, as long as you're not impeding on someone's ability to live in harmony on their own, fucking great i also think there's a part of society that's probably like this caveman dna that's like i need to fucking battle and that's where i want to come up with like rituals that's like yeah that that circus uh fucking maximus or whatever that fucking sport is oh Um, yeah yeah let's Uh, do that in our town you know uh, i love that let's do that let's do that every once in a while that way we can get the fucking poison out we talk about it all the time yeah there's some shit in here that pisses me off and I can't just keep... Calcio Storco. Yes. There's some shit going on inside of me that I don't know how to... And especially when you're 16 to 22 as a fucking male, you're just like, oh, man, I got to fucking get it. And you're, we're all learning things. If we can learn to fucking accept each other for our shit and say, yeah, that's not my jam, but I'm going to be damned. It's like the football talk we had yesterday. Football is not my jam, but I will, I'll fight for someone to be able to experience the glory of, like, winning a championship. Oof, like, that, like, that elation. Look, you can tell. I'm with that shit, man. I'll never want to take it's that from very, you. It's very, uh, it's very clear. You can tell if somebody has played competitive like if they've been on a team sport, that comes through. That comes through people in a big way, you know. Or, and you can also tell if they've been like, indi- I mean, really competitive in individual sport. Typically, like way high discipline people, super high discipline people. If they were competitive in individual sport, um, and they they march a little differently, you know. For sure. They march a little bit more in cadence. I don't know where I was going with that, but. <laughs> I, we have a, 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 as people, we look at someone, we watch those videos online of people who have mastered, we tried to answer the question, what's a world-class musician? What does world-class mean? Because we have, when we talk about it in the group, we'll be like, man, that motherfucker's a world-class musician. And then I start to think, well, 
are we throwing around the term world-class too much? And maybe savant and world-class separation of its own. But when I always thought of world-class, I was like, there's a bunch of people here, and then there's a bunch of people way down here. Not many people in the middle. You realize that someone who's taken the time, the passion to learn an instrument, they're on this grand spectrum of like, yeah, maybe they're not Jimi Hendrix learning a new style, bringing it to light, playing differently. Okay, that's probably world-class if you want to, uh, Hall of Fame, whatever you want to quantify that as. Right. But we have so many people that are just, I'm, I'm just trying to fucking make it every day. I pick up my guitar every once in a while. Like hearing your brother play, hearing uh, Heather and Nathan sing, mm-hmm. I'm getting a full body reaction of their voices melding together. The thoughts in my head of, man, he's, he's worked so hard to figure this out. I remember when he sounded like this, when they sounded like, now they're sounding like this. They've been putting in the time and the work and the effort, and I see you. Yep. It's the avatar shit of, I see you. Yeah. What else do you want? What else do you need? I see you. And we build these groups around us that, you know, we got our core, we got our other, you know, outer core. But if you hold time and space for everybody, you're going to, and I'm not saying like in a, in a grand scheme of things, you can't have like a million friends and be like, oh, because I've gotten to that point where I'm like, I don't spend enough time with all my friends. It's like, dude, right. I don't know if you can. Like, you got you to gotta create some events where you can spend time with five minutes, ten minutes with each of them just in a sure. fucking deep little conversation. Just see what their fucking passions are at the moment. No doubt. See what they're going through. Say, I get you. I understand. Like, I think Woody Harrelson, or no, it was Matthew McConaughey saying he was talking to that shaman on Aubrey Marcus's podcast where he walked around for, what, six hours and just uh, was t- telling him oh, every with problem. A, with, a, with a Franciscan monk. A monk. He went to, a, right. he went to a monastery out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Right when he was getting famous. It yes. was like right yes. after a time to kill. Yep, 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 yep. So yep. he started you know, getting job offers, success was really starting to find his way. Yeah, pour in and and he's having an existential reckoning, you know, uh, trying to figure out what all this means. Goes on a walkabout. And dude, this is why I've always loved this guy. (laughs) Like, I get it. Like, people think it's fucking cheesy. Like, I dig it. It is, but I I love it. dig this, We're cheesy. Because I get it. Guess what? I fucking did the same. I had an existential reckoning. And plant medicine fucking changed my fucking worldview. What'd the monk say at the end of him telling him? Talked to him for six hours on a walkabout, crying his eyes out, cursing about everything that that was all the just dumping, purging. And at the end of six hours, the monk looks at him. Hadn't said a word the entire time. They just walked as as he talked the whole time. And at the end of six hours, the monks look at him and he just says, "Me too." That's the deal. <laughs> That's the fucking deal. Bro. I overcomplicate things sometimes. Sure. I think we all have a tendency to. It's all. It's all. We're, we're <laughs> we all complicate our. It's like it's. I was think. Go ahead. I didn't want to cut no, you. No, no. That's exactly what I was saying. I overcomplicate. The idea things. is, like, I just had this this idea the other day. Like this, it's this this push for more. It's like it is. That, to me, when I think about Bible stories, you talk about Jonah and the whale, I, talk about, I think about them metaphorically. 
And everything to me, when I get down to it, when I get connected, just seems like a Tower of Babel. Everything that we kind of complicate our lives with to add more to our lives just seems like something that eventually I got to fucking knock down and get back to fucking get back to the ground. And uh, I think I think it's a it's it should be a part of our, uh, you know, our routine, our, our circadian routine. Find a fucking schedule. I've said it before on the show, like find time for yourself. Make a date or two or four for yourself throughout the year where it's you and your brain, your heart, whatever it is you want to work on, your thoughts, no distractions, no responsibilities. And you can choose to, you know, try and do that with medicine or just do it with meditation or breathing, whatever you choose. Maybe it's a fucking in a float tank. You know, you make a whole day of pampering yourself. Make a day where you treat yourself with the respect that you kind of you you you, you want out of other people. So how are you going to get it if you don't if you don't hold yourself in this? And this is like my fucking thing. I got to work on this year. I got to care a little bit more about the vessel, right? People say it all the time, but, like, I got to care a little bit more about the vessel. I am getting older. Things do. Like, when I would hear people say, oh, man, it's a bitch getting older. <laughs> I laugh at those people. I still kind of do, <laughs> right? Because, like, I don't want to find myself saying But, like, on the inside, I'm like, oh, I do have a fucking busted up knee, and I am moving slower. Dude, and... I tried to sprint from a dead stop the other day, and my ankle was like, <laughs> Yeah, what no. are you doing, idiot? Fell off the fuck. I, I slipped off the porch fucking last year and snapped my ankle. Dude. That, that was a longer recovery than my fucking blown out fucking wheel. That is ankle shit. I feel. I mean, high ankle sprains don't course. really ever. Oh, dude, heal there correctly. was a pop that happened. I don't have insurance, so there was a pop that happened that sounded like uh, halfway through my wedding, like the fucking fireworks. <laughs> oh, dude, it was fucking it. And I just laid there. Admit, like, I guess I was just beating the earth. At this point, like screaming into the frozen ground, and uh, my wife like looks out the window and she's like, "Are you okay?" Fine, feeling a lot better than this ground is. Right <laughs> Your hands broken yeah. too, <laughs> mangled, <laughs> just mangled. <coughs> Where was I going? <coughs> Where are any of us? Where going? are any of us going, bud? The monk. Oh, this, so so just taking care, like. I, I, I want to focus on the vessel a little bit more, but like, we got to make time to fucking treat ourselves with the respect and the the dignity and the love that we that we deserve in our own way, loving ourselves the only way we know how, and getting in there and fucking being like, and just it's spring cleaning, get in there fucking dust out the cobwebs, clean out some fucking corners, clear your space, get some fucking get some energy moving through there, and to be happy, it, it'll be a lot easier to get back to whatever it is that you're doing to make it like you got to fucking make some time otherwise it just beats you down to be happy you got to believe you deserve happiness to believe you deserve happiness you kind of have to do things for yourself that make happiness whatever that may be for you a real thing so you can start pumping those good chemicals into your body baby let's start pumping those chemicals and when you're hanging around people who are helping you pump those chemicals into your body, or at least raising the energy of the place that you are at, 
that if you can consistently do that and put intention to that, because we're not, I'm not saying anything new. I watched that Maui Jimi Hendrix concert a couple times now, which if you haven't seen Jimi Hendrix uh, live from Maui. Oh, it's great. So cool. Um, I think it just got remastered not too long ago, and the, the video quality is amazing. It's a beautiful backdrop, and it's all these hippies out there. And he's like, hey, man, if we can come out and we can all kind of raise our vibrational energy, man, and Jimmy will pick up on that and we'll get one of the best shows we've ever had. You know, like, I'm like, this motherfucker. He's on one. This motherfucker's spitting. <laughs> this motherfucker's spitting right now. Like, it's not something that is, is a new story to be told. I got to quit in my own world saying, you're doing something new. You're doing something new. I'm already doing something new by being. By just being and doing this show and saying weird stuff that when I re-listen to the show, I'm like, oh, I said that? That was pretty funny. That's what I, That's all I'm trying sometimes to do. Sometimes I go, oh, I said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get a lot, a lot of that, a lot more of that. Uh, but sometimes I'm like, funny, funny guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I can focus more on that aspect of my life of not having to I want to create new things but this isn't reinventing the wheel bud we're getting good people together I feel like there's a veil over me and my group of friends it's like we can't really actualize our own power because we don't really believe it too much and I know there are people in the group that they do they do, but maybe it's my perception that I'm like, I'm not sure if I buy into it as much. I want to, and I say the words every day, and I do believe it, but how much do you believe it if you're not putting it in practice every day of your life? If, and the balance between trying to live this perfect life and also giving yourself the room to not be perfect, you know, so you're not always hard, like, I didn't eat right today, I didn't uh, meditate today, I didn't do yoga today. The balance between that and saying, well, you didn't do yoga today, you're good, bud, oh, you didn't meditate today, fine, whatever, you'll do it tomorrow. Where is the balance there, and is that a balance thing, or do you just become some sort of maniac, and that's probably not even the right word for it, but like David Goggins-esque fortitude, resilience. Like, that was one of my favorite parts in Warrior. The two guys' resiliency was unlike anybody's other. They're like, oh, you wake me up at 4 a.m. and it's three degrees, I'm going to go out and run because that's what I do. That's what I do. Dude, my wedding. Adam Meredith, our buddy, Outside Perspective Podcast, that fucking hill that goes down to the river, that dude's out there at 6 a.m. running fucking hills, just dumping sweat. I'm like, bud, you doing all right? He's like, I've never been better. Like, he's bought, that dude is bought in. God, I gotta hang out with him. He's so, dude. He looked like fucking, what, uh, what is, uh, what is he, Maui? Was Maui fucking the rock? And that's what the, I mean, the guy's fucking, he's yoked, pal. Oh, man. He's yoked. 
Uh, check out Outside Perspective podcast. Big, uh, big Adam Meredith. I'm fan. a huge Adam. Big Meredith Adam Meredith fan. fan. I love. We need to. We had a huge. scheduled sit down. Didn't work out. Yeah, we what need the to, shit? We need to get Let's, that back oh, on the books. Now we got it, bud. Let's invite him here and, and, and flaunt our opulence. <laughs> I like where your head's at. <laughs> I see they did hang a light on us. Uh, they did, and actually, it's pretty cool. Do you wanna? Do you wanna get a little intimate with them? Please, yes. Please, yes. Of course I do. <laughs> hey, guys, let's get a little intimate. <laughs> Everybody come up to Festus and see my dream. If you guys want to see my dream come to reality, then you'll come up to Festus. It's the weekend. It's Friday. Come up to Fe- What did that do? Darkened everything in the bag. That's the play, bud. That's the play of plays, bud. It's time hey. to get serious with one another, bud. I mean, it's, it seems to be a little much how much you had to do to get us here. Yeah, no. Like, it should probably be like a one, bud. Well, it is a one, bud thing. I'm just yeah, I'm kind of a bad man. I can't get it. I got to look at it on the you screen. Guys, don't scream, dude. How do you guys like with the, with the lights? Oh, let me see. You like that? You like that, boy? Yeah, so uh, there I was in the park. Okay. Pack of wild dogs surrounded me. So I made eyes with the leader, the lead dog. And he looked right back at me. And I swear, he gave a yelp like I never heard before. And I locked eyes with that bastard. And I said, no, mentally. I said, no, no, sir. No, sir. And he said, oh, you want to? Yeah, I could just feel it. He said, you want to? And then next thing I know, I had a mongrel jumping up my backside. So what I did is I threw a, an elbow right in his gut. And as he took the elbow, his head come down like this. And I grabbed it. Grabbed both. He's trying to bite me right the other dogs are just watching. I take these dogs' jaws, and it's trying to bite my hand, and I say, nope. I rip them, dang, I rip. You pulled his head. I pulled his <laughs> I ripped his jaw. I was hoping you would say that. I ripped his jaw in half. Ripped, ripped his head in two. <laughs> So then I look back at that lead alpha dog, and he makes eyes with me again. And I said, is that all you got? I didn't say words. I said it with my soul. And he looked back at me, and he goes, (laughs) which I thought was a weird noise to be making. And then he sent two dogs after me. Well, I'm about to tell you. <laughs> I'm serious. I am seriously about to tell you. 
So he sends two dogs over me, right? So they try to, they do the same damn thing. That's the thing about dogs in the wild. Wild dogs have a tendency to do the same damn thing whenever they're trying to get you. It's like they got a game plan and they want your neck. <laughs> they, so I get two dogs, go mongrels, go flying up the back side of me. <laughs> I grab them both by the first elbow. <laughs> Elbow. Then I grab their heads and I flip them down on the ground. But instead of flipping them down so they was trying to bite me, right? I jumped in the air. I I jumped. I jumped in the air. And I put their heads on the ground, right? So now I'm standing on their lower jaws. And what do I? And I what? And what I do is I grab the top of their jaws in the snouts, and to these you gotta lock these in. You gotta have strong pinky to thumb grip, so you put them on there. And I rip their heads in half, and then I made eyes with that lead dog, with that lead dog again. And he looked back at me and he's like, oh, oh my God, you're a maniac. That's what is what he said with his eyes. And then he, then he sent three dogs at me. I'm just kidding. I like the lighting. I yeah, really I like enjoyed it. the lighting. I enjoyed this lighting. That's fun. Because you can kind of get all that. That was the whole idea. It was a tell a story, you know? You got to scoot over and light a little bit more. No, I don't. No, I you do like to be not. You in the shadows, do you? I'm in the shadows. You want to light this thing up? Sing him a song? Or should we do him a low light? Light him up back. Should we do a low light song? song. Light him up. We'll do a low light Tell you what. You going to amp up, Jack? can do anything. Take we a look. Can do Take a look. It's in a book. Oh, real quick. Ever rolled your ankle trying to do a big gnarly heel flip over a trash can off a uh, set of stairs, bro? Is that that one guy? Devin LaValle, 69. Uh, I hate that guy. Well, now you're going you're, to... Are you standing? Because I'm, I'm going to change this up, Hallow. I'm going to stand. Oh yeah, you gotta probably move the uh, zoom the camera out. I'll do that. Can you turn it to audio? I can. We need a guy. Why don't we have a person to do it? Where's Devin? Where is Devin? Where's Devin? Devin Lancashire. Devin Lancashire. Okay. It's Friday. Do it to him. Guys, thanks for enjoying the show with us. 
I had a lot of fun today. A ton of fun. I really did. Yeah? That's why I thought low light. Guys, we have sponsors. Uh, those sponsors include, in no particular order except, you know, favorite to favorite least favorite, favorite. Denison Collard with Native Hemp Extract is somewhere in the middle of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to nativehempextract.com or whosophisticate.com and click on the Native Hemp Extract tab, you enter code HOSO, you can get the best CBD, CBG products, D8 products, you're going to find anywhere. You're going to get them mailed directly to your door, uh, except for a few states. A handful of states can't do it. Take it up. Write your congressman. I don't know. Uh, native hemp extract is my favorite hemp product, hemp-derived product in the game. So good. I love, and I also love the guy who, who makes it for you. So go to nativehempextract.com, enter code HOSO at checkout, and get you a nice little discount, okay? Adam Bundrum wants to talk to you. Oh, he's like last. James Carlton State Farm. Probably number one. Only because if I don't say it, I'm a goner. James Carlton State Farm, 314-961-4800. Give him a shot at your insurance. And what he's going to do, he's going to save you some money. He's going to get you better coverage. Uh, your life's going to be better for working with the James Carlton State Farm team. He's in Missouri and Illinois. Check him out. He can help you out. He can even help you refi your house if you want. I eat. Adam Bundren Property Group, they want to help you buy your dream home, the home where you're going to raise your children and your grandchildren will play in the backyard. Adam Bundren wants to help you out, okay? Call him in the middle of the night. Say, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I want to talk Victorian to you tonight because he's into that. The Victorian were a kinky lot. Call Adam Bundren in the middle of the night. He wants to sell you a house. Bo knows how to grow. Bo knows how to grow hydro. Bo knows pretty much everything there is to know about growing, okay? Go down to Grow Active Solutions. It's on Hartford and Tower Grove South. Uh, he's got all your nutrients, soil, uh, grow setups. He's an awesome dude. He's very knowledgeable. I've had people say uh, many times, like, after our little evolution series with him, that dude knows his stuff. Like, he's, he's an easy listen. I'm starting to get it all now, too. Because when I first listened, I was like, fuck, man, that's a lot of info. Sure. But now it's all making sense. Starting to click? Together. That's Cultivator awesome. Process, dude. That is awesome. First time Cultivator's Cup, too. We're going to get gross packages, hopefully down to about 350 for a start. To get, like, get started up, to growing. To just like a three-by-three three light. Well, let's figure it out. Shit. We'll figure it out. A fan. The World Series. Who's your sophisticate World Series of weed? Uh, we're going to set up the rules here. It's going to be on March 1st is when it's going to start. We'll figure out how many days. That way we a can it might It might, uh, you know, cancel out certain cultivars if, uh, 
if um, we yeah. are. We are. You're tied in. You're, what are you doing here, Bob? Um, okay. Oh, you're just plugged into my mic right now. With your guitar. Oh, you're, I'm looped around it. Never mind. All right. I was trying to figure out how that was working. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all around. Uh, Spanish Society Outreach, man. Yeah, they do things. We're trying to help people out, real people that we all know and love. Uh, anytime we have a fundraiser or a party, Spanish Society is happy to make uh, help facilitate it. Um, and uh, they're great, and I love working with them, and I love like, having our gatherings there. feels like home. Uh, other than that, let's, uh, let's sing them a little ditty. About Jack and Diane. Just kidding. I ain't singing that one. Nope. This is a good one. This is a good one to sit back to Friday. My body won't hold me anymore And it finally lets me free Will I be ready When my feet won't walk another mile And my lips give their last kiss goodbye Will my hands be steady down my fears, my hopes and my doubts, the rings on my fingers and the keys to my house with no Where will I 